Overtime, you are listening to SportsOvertime.com. Your blood, our sweat, your tears. <laughs> no, that's not it. You are listening to SportsOvertime.com, where the clock doesn't matter. This is a show about sports and everything in between. From a fan's perspective, it's edgy and unapologetic. We break down what's hot in the world of sports and maybe some of what's not. This is the Weekly Sports Drop with your host, Jazz Santana. Some of what's not. This is the the Weekly weekly Sports Drop. Drop. Here we are. Episode 13 coming at you on Friday the 13th. I'm your host, Jazz Santana. I am joined by Robbie Campbell here in studio at the Miami Media School Studio, Mary Brickle Village. Also, uh, follow us on Miami Media School's Facebook Live and on sportsovertime.com. What's going on, Robbie? You know what? It's just an amazing, what an amazing week this has been. You know, what, what a great week. What a difference. One play can make that changes the rest of the week. Oh, if it wasn't for that one play, we'd be gloomed, depressed, eight in a row. Here we go again. You're never going to beat him. It's going to be 30 years in a row, man. You didn't want to see my face. You didn't want to see my face right before they started that drive. I was just trying to, what can we do to get over this hump? What is it going to take to beat these guys? And I was down. I was down and out. I was done for it. I thought we were going to just, it was over. It was over. Another, another year. Another disappointment, but they came through. Okay, finally, what, I mean, what a difference, man. We're, we're talking about breaking the streak. One play, we're like breaking the streak versus, you know, another. Like They would have lost four in a row. The season would have been over had they lost at Florida State. They would have gone on a four-game yeah, losing streak. We'd be another eight of four. I mean, that could still happen. But you feel a lot better about the Canes situation after winning against Florida State than you do if they would have lost. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a whole it season. Feels completely it's different. a four. It's one, one play is like a four-win turnaround. Uh, Two absolutely. or three-win winner turnaround, yeah. I don't know. This is a little bit of a trap game, right? It's it's that, that cliche. Well, it's like, a I, trap I, game. I don't think it's a tra- For it to be a trap game, there had to be something the week after that you would that that's a bigger game than the Georgia Tech game. For you to be overlooking Georgia Tech, that would be considered a trap game. The game the game next week is Syracuse. I don't think the Canes are going to be overlooking Georgia Tech to get ready for Syracuse. So I can't see the Canes falling into a trap. However, the only thing that bothers me though is, I mean, it was such a hard fought game. I mean, these guys went at it the whole entire game, right? And they're going to have to face a completely different type of um, offense, right? I mean, they've got to, they, they barely had time to really. Uh, usually, they they put away two or three practices during the during I guess the off season or the preseason per se to kind of get ready for 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 an offense like this. We're a little bit banged up, you know. It's 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 a tough def- it's a tough offense to to defend. Yeah. So you know, uh, does it worry me a little bit? Yeah, with a couple of our starters out, a little bit. Don't get me wrong, I still think we're going to win. But I think it worries me just a little bit how they're going to react to this game. I mean, it's a tough turnaround. You know, you're supposed to have two weeks to prepare. I mean, the Duke game, it was supposed to be – they weren't supposed to play. They were supposed to have a week off, and they were supposed to play last night, Thursday night, against Georgia Tech. So they were supposed to have 13 days off to prepare for the triple option, which is what happened last year. They had two weeks off, and they were able to contain the triple option. But now on a short – Georgia Tech, they've had a bye week. Okay. The Canes didn't have a bye week. Emotional no. win. It's a quick. Now you're going from having to worry about Florida State to having to stop a triple option. 
the Canes defense, I think, is very aggressive. Yes. And I think that might hurt them in this game because this, this triple you got this this game is all about discipline. Yeah, it's maintaining gap, gap assignments. Yeah, you, it, it's a completely different defense that they're used to running. Like you said, they're very aggressive, so they kind of have to sit back a little bit, and and maybe that's why they were so successful with more uh, with um, Al Golden, right? They were they sat back. Uh, yeah, that's one thing Al Golden did. He did beat Georgia Tech except for that one game. Well, you know what, Mark Rick, uh, Mark Rick is Georgia Tech's daddy, anyways. So, yep. He's but the two the two, the two times he lost, he lost at home. He has not. So if it was at Georgia Tech, I'd feel super confident because Rick has never lost. That's fine. at Georgia Tech. But, the, but at home, his two losses when he was at Georgia were at home. And so that's where, I guess, is a vulnerable. The Canes are at home. Well, speaking of Canes. Yes. I got Eric Marrero on tonight again. Eric Marrero. Really cool. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to have him back on. He He's uh, Canes Insight guy, writes for Canes Insight, follows, uh, does uh, high school football, some Canes recruiting, high school recruiting. So we're going to have him on. I'm also going to bring on... Antoine Staley. I know you know Antoine from 790. I've seen uh, him a couple times. You've seen him a couple times. All right. I've talked I'm, to him a couple times. I've had him on the podcast before. Uh, he's your uh, Dolph, you know, the Dolphins insider, and he covers uh, Athlon, uh, college football and Athlon sports as well. So we got to bring it up to him, though, that uh, that maybe he's not so much of a gator. Um, I, I could have sworn, just, just by following him on Twitter. got to like, find out. I, I could have sworn he was a representative of the Gators. We will have to ask him this when he gets on with us. We have to call him out on this. Maybe he, he writes for the Canes, he writes for the Dolphins, whatever. But I've seen him, I've, I've seen pictures of him with Gator shirts on. So I'm pretty sure. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Well, it is Friday the 13th. This is my 13th episode, per se. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm excited about that, but it's also Friday the 13th. I like the, the correlation there. Who knows what's going to happen tonight, guys? I'm just letting you know we may talk about... Who knows what now we're going to talk about? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> now be, I'm going to leave you the, leave the scared, studio, Robbie. walking across the street. I don't, know what I'm gonna do. yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do tonight. <laughs> I have no idea what's going to happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll talk about that. We'll do Dolphins. We'll do some Canes. We'll do some NFL games. Me and Robbie are going to pick some games, and we'll do some uh, fantasy talk surrounding those games that we're going to pick. I'm not going to go... I mean, we'll see how much time we have maybe we'll do some 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 extensive fantasy football talk we'll also t- see if we can get into the heat you know, uh, he's starting up you got a, you got a game tonight and the, the yeah. last preseason last game season game yeah and uh, hopefully no more injuries we already had one with uh, ronnie magruder right even though i, I think it, it's, it wasn't like an injury during the preseason i think it's just something that was bothering him when he finds out it's a stress fracture and he might be out three to six months right so we'll see uh, three months he'll be back in january six months he's done for the year yeah, right. So unless they make the bill, they make the playoffs, and then you're playing deep into June. Yeah, or, but at that point, yeah, <laughs> I mean, which I don't know if that. If it gets to that point, it's great. If that's the, that's the thing we're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Eric Marrero, I said, is going to come on at six fifteen. So we got about nine ten minutes before we bring him on. Uh, just going a little bit more in depth into Miami. Let's talk about their injuries, right? So we've got Dizelani's going to be out for this game. Sheldrick Redwine's going to be out for this game. I mean, two of their. Nevon Donaldson, on, Nevon the Donaldson on the offensive line. And, of course, Mark Walton. Obviously, right, right, right. And I, I don't think – so they have Amon Richards that's listed as questionable. questionable. I don't think he's going to play. I don't know if I really want him to play in this game. Uh, I, I feel pretty comfortable with what we have at wide receiver. I feel like the depth we have is there. Uh, I'm actually – and I know we spoke about this last week. I'm confident with, with Travis Homer. I like Travis I li- Homer. I, I do, I do like know? Travis I Homer. I like him. And, and, and it's going to be it's gonna be Chalk Gray's time to – uh, Chalk Trayon Gray. Yeah. For those of you who don't know his nickname, uh, <laughs> for him it's it's got to be his coming out party. He's he's got to come out and he's 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 got to show what that 45 uh, frame can really mm-hmm. do. Well, he hasn't gotten the chance. I know he's he's been a little bit he's been slowed down with some injuries, uh, maybe not learning the playbook quite as as well as he wanted to. But I think this is a chance for him to uh, to kind of show out as well. 
you know, right behind Travis Homer. So how do you feel about these injuries, though? They're, they're concerned. I mean, yeah. they're, they're concerned. I think Georgia Tech will probably – it's going to take adapting to get used to the defense on a one-week streak. I think – and Malik Rozier also has a habit of starting slow. Yes. Like, he has two really, really bad quarters, and he has two really, really good quarters. In the Duke game, it was – he had a really good first quarter, bad second and third quarter, and then a good fourth quarter again. But outside of the Duke game, I mean, Toledo, horrible first half. Florida State got shut out in the first half. And then, uh, but then in both of those games, he came back strong in the second half. So I just, I'm just worried about. I think I'm, I'm already conceding that it's going to be the Canes will probably be losing by halftime. Yeah. Yes. By the way, I know that you you picked FSU last week on air. You son of a gun! You picked them. Well, what happened? Did, did, did FSU win? No. Oh, so. oh, I see what you're doing. I see. It's, it's kind of like well, a reverse psychology. Again, Freaky Friday. Who knows what's going to happen here, right? I'm just so Robbie, Robbie's picking Georgia Tech in the first half only. The I said the half. first half. I, I, like, I have no idea what's going to happen in the second half. I, I expect Malik Rozier to play better in the second half. The Canes, that's what the Canes usually do. They turn it around in the second half. And I have no idea what's going to go happen to that game. But I know for sure they're going to be off to a slow start in that first half. So let's stick to the scary theme, though, right? Scary theme. Right at 13. Here's a scary thing. But from a positive standpoint, scary thing is they haven't put a whole game together yet. They have a, not. A whole solid, I mean, Malik Rozier, the offense, even the defense at, at, at I mean, well, last week they, they, they did pretty well. But even the defense, they haven't put a complete, really good game together yet. So if they do that, if they're able to do that from here on out or, you know, and, and I don't see it because like you said, they're, they're a little bit of a slow starter on offense. But uh, if they can put it together, that's a scary team. That's a scary team. Yeah, I think and I understand we lost Mark Walton now, mm. but I'm, I'm really confident in Travis Homer. I love what I've seen out of him. So I think he's going to be all right. I think we'll be okay there. Yeah, I think you, usually in, in most power programs, most football factory programs, the one position you can afford to take a hit on is skill positions, like running back, a wide receiver, because especially they're always – Always loaded on those guys. He's like right. the next guy, man, man up could step in no problem. It's not, I mean, I'm um, quarterback sometimes, but most of the time, court, running backs and wide receivers. If you lose your top guy, you, if you have a good quarterback, a good offensive line, you can get away with it. Right. And so, especially if you ever played NCAA, the football game, it seems like every single fight, you would just rack up on wide receivers. You have like 12 wide receivers and 12 running God, backs. God, I wish they would bring that game back so bad. Because, you know, I don't, I don't play. I don't play video games. Yeah. But if NCAA comes back, I will buy, I don't know what I will do. I will sell myself on the street, okay, <laughs> to get a PS4. Because those things are getting. I don't think anybody would be buying them. <laughs> You'd be surprised, Robbie, all right? You'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that's what I would buy it for. I'd buy the console just to play NCAA. I missed that game, man. That was the best game on PS4, on Xbox, whatever it is that you played. Those are the best. No, those are the I missed that. Yeah, we, I used to create myself. I was a stud, let me tell you. Oh, my God. I was a stud quarterback. I was about 6'3", 215 pounds. And that's obviously not the case now. So, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta well, that's, that's why we need the video game. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, here's the only thing that concerns me, actually, from a running back standpoint. I like Travis Homer. I don't know how good of a run blocker he is. Mark Walton, elite run blocker. One of the best in the country. I mean, I'm sorry, pass blocker. Yeah. I'm sorry, pass blocker. Uh, I don't know how good Travis Homer is. I haven't seen him in too many pass, uh, in, in too many uh, 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 blocking downs, right? Where he yeah. has to stay in and block because he usually goes out. On the you know out of the backfield and catches a swing pass or something, so I want to see how he does there. Chalk may be a better run blocker. I'm sorry, pa pass blocker than than Homer. Than Homer, who knows? But he's a tough guy, so we'll see. We'll see with that. So coming up next, 
next. Actually, I'm going to go to break now. We're going to get Eric Morero on the line. Okay, we'll get Eric on. We'll talk a little Kings recruiting, a little high school football. If you guys have any questions or anything, let us know. Miami Media Miami Media School Facebook Live. Right? On sportsovertime.com. Yeah. And on sportsovertime.com. We'll be back. Cool. That game last week, what do you think about that? Talk to me. Tell me. I honestly still can't even believe it actually happened. Like you, you go into the game, when they score, you're down by four points, fours, whatever the score was, and they, and it's a minute left, and you just seen the game just fold the last seven years when they play for a state. So it was honestly a surprise, actually watching them go down the field and drive and win the game. You, you gotta be telling, you gotta be telling yourself right before that. What is it going to take for us to beat this damn team? You have to be telling yourself that, right? After they scored that touchdown, uh, after he uh, uh, Blackman threw the touchdown I to Alden Tate. I thought the game was over, honestly, once they scored this Yeah, time. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what does it take to beat this team? And then, here we go, with a, what, a minute 14 left? A minute, minute 24, 24. Minute 24. Minute 24 left. They marched down the field. Uh, they finally throw, which I don't understand how Daryl Langham didn't play the whole game. After the first game that I get it, it was Bethune Cookman, but the kid's six five. He's playing like he's six five now, mm. right? He had a great game against yep. Bethune Cookman. Keep feeding the ball. He disappeared for two yep. games, he, actually for three games, and then he came, he got in and he played the last two plays of the game, and they threw him the ball and he scored a touchdown. I mean, common sense yep. is throw that guy the ball, right? Eric, Eric let me ask you something. Uh, how many recruits were one? Or or were won by the Hurricanes, or maybe lost by Florida State, based on that last play at the end of the game to give them the win. That's a tough question, honestly. I don't think anybody. If you look at what the kids were saying, they didn't really say that the game decided the recruitment, but it obviously helps in the younger grades, in my opinion. With a lot of the 2019 guys and 2020 guys, they're just trying to get a lot of the guys committed and just trying to just do the right things on the recruiting trail as well. You, you think we still flip Patrick Joyner? I'm, st- I'm on the Patrick Joyner train, man. I really am. What do you think? I'm on it too. You think we flip him or what? I think it, it's going to come down to uh, – there's reports where he wants to play inside. Kane's wanting to play a little bit outside. I don't know if it's what it is. It's either inside, outside. The, I don't really know the specifics. But he wants to play a certain position at linebacker. And the Canes really want him to play a certain position. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if Miami just opens it up and just says you can play any position. You're the only linebacker that we need on the roster. Nice. That's what they're telling. They're telling him he's the only linebacker they want right now. Right, Since right. Sandra Lewis already committed to FSU. And they're not really recruiting Nick, but – Benito out of St. Thomas. I like Nick Benito though. Kid's got some game. I like him play. a lot. I really think he's a great player. Yeah. I was surprised because he a couple. I heard that he got offered by Miami, but it, it, the, the reports were just false. I, I was I was honestly surprised. I really wish they would offer. Him. I think he would. He's a candidate that would commit on the spot. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, so real quick, let's talk a little bit about high school football. What ga- I, I know you were at a game when we spoke earlier. You said you were on your way to a game. What game are you at tonight? So right, the the game of the I say the game of the year five A. Heritage, number one in 5A versus number two, Gibbons. Cardinal Gibbons in 5A as well. They're both in the same district, which is surprising. They have this type of dominance in a a certain area just off two teams that are basically like 10 miles apart in their same classification. Talk to me about some – who are we looking at there from from a Miami standpoint? Any any recruits that we're keeping an eye on there? We definitely got Tyson Campbell, obviously five-star corner. Nelson Severo who's committed. Right. You got a, a young guy at Heritage, Andy Garcia, young guy, 2020, transferred from Belen last year. He's he's a, he's a little bit of a sleeper there. Good size, six two, like two two twenty at linebacker. Might move to DN. He's a good guy. And then obviously on the given side, you got Chris Bugle, 
right. one of the top defensive ends in the nation for 2019, likes the Canes. And that's a game, the FSU game we were talking about, that's a game FSU Miami are his top schools. So that's definitely a game that can win him over. So for Chris Bogle, you said, right? Yeah, Chris Bogle, 2019 DN out of Gibbons. I like that guy's name, like that kid's name, Andy Garcia. It's like a perfect fit for Miami, right? Yeah. Play for University of Miami, <laughs> name's Andy Garcia. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Well, I, I got it. Well, just one thing. He mentioned Belen, the transfer of Belen. Yeah. But if, if you want to know how Georgia Tech runs their offense, watch Belen. Run their offense. just like Belen. Yes, it's exactly. It's just, it's just like it's just like Belen. So. What's his name? Uh, Nick Medical. Yeah, he went, at Belen, and right? he went to Georgia and Tech. he went to Georgia Tech. <laughs> well, he's a, def- he's a linebacker. Yeah, well. <laughs> but still a triple option. Did you yeah. ever see by the way, by the way, Eric, I, I, you might be too young for this, or maybe you remember, Belen, four Cuban kids on the track team, won the four by one hundred relay, when when Menacal, no, no way I would remember that. Yeah, yeah there's no way. When Menacal was was uh, was I, on the team, I didn't know that. I didn't know four by one hundred was four Cuban kids won a state championship in a four by one hundred. It's impressive. You gotta admit. So, so yeah, that's how we think. I almost went. I almost went to that school actually. You're sixth a Columbus grade. kid, though, right? Uh, yeah, I almost went there in sixth grade, but gotcha. I, I was a little scared of the y'all guys school. I was like, I was debating it every single well, year. Cool. <laughs> Wait, well, is it Columbus all guys yeah, also? Columbus all guys school too, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, and then I was like, well, I was scared of the y'all guy thing, and then I ended up two years later at Columbus. Well, okay. Yeah. Ah, ah, I see. I see. All right. So before we get back to the other games, I want to talk to you about one, uh, my alma mater, the school that I went to. I went to South Miami High. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cobras. Yeah, I'm a Cobra man, a state champion in baseball. All right. Never they actually have that. a good wide receiver there. Duran Turner. Duran Turner, right? Yep. So I, I, I like him. I like, I like the kid AJ Wright, the quarterback. He looks like a big dude. I don't know how old he is. I think he's a 2018 kid. And I like a, a kid that's a, a hybrid, I guess, defensive end linebacker, Carlos Anderson. Um, um, how good are they? I mean, I haven't seen much. I've seen here and there. I've spoken to Duran Turner a couple of times. Uh, he seems like a good kid. What? Um, I mean, are they looking? Are are there any big schools that are looking at kids like that over there? Big schools. I, I mean, he's still a young kid, but those are the type of kids that South Miami's more known for their basketball program, right? For what they've done the last two years, but those are the type of kids that usually just don't and stay at South Miami unless they play like basketball. This is true. Patrick like Robinson. Miami's more of a basketball student, not really a football school. You know Patrick Robinson went yeah. to South Miami. I actually did not know. Yeah, that. Patrick Robinson. So I, I'm still new. To, I'm still a little new to the game. I'm only 18. I've only been covering it for like five years. Wait, you're 18, and so you've started covering since 13. Wow, that's pretty. It's pretty. Impre- yeah, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, at 13 years old. So, 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 Eric, let me let me ask you this. We, we last uh, last Saturday you had a bunch of battles on the line between obviously Florida State and Miami. This Saturday. Georgia Tech is a town. Is is there any battles going on between Georgia Tech and Miami as far as a recruiting battle, or any other ACC team for that matter? More, not really. More in basketball, obviously. It's more of a basketball recruiting battle. I don't think Georgia Tech can honest. It's like the, the style of play that they have. Right. It's a different. Yeah, they watch really a different type. They're watching Miami style yeah. kids. They, they're looking they're at. Really I guarantee you, they're looking at Don Ch- uh, Don Chaney. <laughs> They can look at Don Cheney all they want, but I don't think Don Cheney would go there. He doesn't really like the offense anyway at Berlin. Huh. <laughs> he plays in it. Yeah, I get yeah. it. I get it. I know yeah. he's, a, he's a big recruiter. And it's funny how you mentioned the Florida State thing. You know, the thing I noticed that was actually surprising that I saw in the stat was in the game-winning drive, the Canes had that were out without Mark, Mark Walton, Amon Richards, and Donaldson, their star guard, and right. they still won the game. 
Kid's a beast, but you know what? I love that kid, Corey Gaynor. I mean, it's it's it, they I love they that plugged him in and they didn't skip. I mean, they didn't miss a beat with Corey Gaynor in. So I, I'm I'm excited to see what and he does. And he's gonna get the start this week. Right, right, and so. Well, next, uh, so next year he'll probably start at left guard then, right? Because you'll have Donaldson back. He might obviously. start at center next year. You're right, because Gauthier is, is out. Gauthier is gone after this year as well. So, no, I don't think Gauthier is gone. Is he gone? Or is he a retro junior? No, Gauthier is a junior. He's a junior? Yeah. Oh, okay. So we got another year with him. So he might start actually next year. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if he starts at one of the guard positions or the center position. That's where they've always talked about him playing. Right, right. So how do you so? All right, so this game coming up now, uh, Canes and Georgia Tech. Aside from the recruiting battle, do you see anything that kind of maybe makes you nervous, that, that concerns you, coming off a big win, an emotional win? Uh, you know, we're playing Georgia Tech. It's 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 a different offense that now we now we've got to completely change the way that we approach, uh, you know, the football on the defensive side. Uh, anything that scares you or anything that maybe that, that, that you see that, that you're excited about? I think this whole game is scary in general. Just coming off a huge win, an emotional win, now you're without some of your two best players, one out for the year and one out for the game, most likely a hamstring issue again. So it's. I think it's more – I remember DJ Williams talking about it earlier in the week, just saying this is a game that's all about your, your points, following the guy, your, all about your coverages. Your, your points, turning man up. Just there's no point of just going after the ball. This is a game where you got to play assignment football, right? And you got to make account every single person, make sure they don't have the ball. Well, I think I think you know one thing that does excite me though, and another thing that excites me is the fact that these linebackers. I mean, these are some of the top linebackers in the country. I'm thinking, you know, our our three linebackers. I think they know what it takes to. You know, to be disciplined with a, you know, they faced them last year. All three of them faced them last year, and they, and they dominated. And they dominated exactly. So I think I'm excited to see that. Uh, I'm not too concerned with them. As a matter of fact, I don't. I really don't want Amon Richards playing in this game. Uh, you know, I just feel like it's 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 a bit of a liability if you put him out there again, and he pulls that hamstring even more. I think we have more than enough depth at the wide receiver position. I like Travis Homer a lot at running back. I'm, I love Travis. I'm a huge fan of his. I think Chuck Gray is uh, is going to get his day uh he, he's gonna have to step it up and i'm excited about dj dallas moving over to running back i mean too i think, I think dj dallas honest, it might be the breakout star at the running back position this year well he's, he's gonna get he, by the end of the year i can see him as our number two back behind homer that i can see i can see that as well you know he's gonna get a chance to get the ball in his hands and make some plays he's got good hands uh you know he's he's quick and he just looks like a playmaker so i'm excited to see what he has also the question with him is, what is he going to play next year? Since so you have Lingard coming in, who's going to be Lingard and Davis, who I believe both are early enrollees. Right. We're both going to be here in the springtime. So, what position is he going to play? Is he going to is he going to go back to wide receiver? What, what are they going to put him at? Uh, you know, you know what? I think that's a good problem to have. You know, with the log jam over that's a very back, good problem to have. You know, I'm, I, I I don't care. Whatever he, he's going to find a way to get on the field, he's going to find a way to be productive. So, I'll he's be excited talent. about that. So, uh, Heritage and Gibbons, that's where you're at tonight. Where are you going to be next week? Do you know? I have to see the schedule. I honestly don't. Oh, well, I, next, I was going to go to the Canes game this week, but I'm going to be actually in Atlanta for the Dolphins game. Leave tomorrow. Literally leave at 6 in the morning, tomorrow morning. Nice, man. Nice. Hey, he, should, he should make but it that, back. But I don't know about next week. I just have to check the schedule. I have it all on my calendar. Gotcha. But gotcha. I haven't pinpointed which game yet. 
Well, we'll do something next week. We'll have you. On, we'll have you back on. We'll we'll talk a little bit more on the uh, Canes and some high school stuff as well. Again, man, sounds good. Yeah, for sure. Hey, thanks, Eric. All right, buddy. We'll Got talk you to you soon, Eric Appreciate Marrero, guys. Canes Insight. Yeah, so all right, we'll be back. We'll be uh, we'll be back right after this. We got we still got Antoine Staley, I believe, coming on. Yeah, we got Antoine Staley in uh, in about what time is it now? It's about it's, it's, yeah, it's about six thirty. In about twenty minutes, we'll have him on. Stay tuned. Weekly Sports Drop. <laughs> it's the awkward transition yeah. to the break, <laughs> and I command you to go to break. <laughs> go to break. You had to throw this song in there. You had to throw this song in there, huh? <laughs> this is a DJ Williams song. He wanted it to be drunk. I, I wish DJ would have heard it again because I posted it again. I don't know if he heard it. He, DJ's gone. DJ's gone. Uh, Seven ninety MIA. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, temporarily. Yeah, right. right. We're back. Uh, the weekly sports drop. Mary Brickle Village on the campus of Miami Media School. Check us out on Facebook Live, Miami Media School, Sports Overtime. I am with Robbie Campbell here in the studio talking a little Dolphins and a little NFL now. What's going on, Robbie? Talk to me about these Dolphins and how how awesome they look right now. Oh, I can tell you something. When you, after a victory, you don't get that feeling of like euphoria. No, like definitely the, not. It's just like, yeah, they won. They beat Tennessee. They beat Matt Castle. It's, it was kind of yeah. like, I'm glad it's over. Yeah. Honestly. It was brutal to watch. Again, it was it was another brutal game to watch. Yeah, it was pretty bad, and uh, I really reward. I mean, at the end, like you didn't feel like you know a two and zero weekend. A Canes win and a Dolphins win. It's got to feel like an awesome weekend, and it's just like it's still an awesome weekend because of the Canes and how they right. won. Mm-hmm. But it just it's like it, it doesn't feel like a double week, a double win. No, I, I look. Listen, what do we what do we say? It doesn't matter what happens with the Dolphins, anyways. After that FSU win, honestly. Yes, I, 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 we said that on Friday. Yeah, we said that on Friday. So and and it still holds true. I yes. really don't care what happened. I mean, I was frustrated because I saw the game and Jay Jay Cutler threw for ninety yards. Um, I don't I don't know how much. He was Let me tell you something, Jarvis Landry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got a, 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 a bone to pick with yeah, you, son. Yes, Jarvis Landry. He said he told the Herald to, today or yesterday that. Uh, it's embarrassing to have fans like that when uh, booing and chanting for Matt Moore. And it's a bro, Jarvis Landry, wherever you go, where you go, you think the Jets, if Jay Cutler was playing for the Jets and he had the four games that he had with the Dolphins, that those Jet fans wouldn't be booing him every single throw and chanting for their backup? Look, I'm not, get a, out big, of here. I'm not a big boo guy. I don't, I don't boo yeah. at games, but I understand why they do it. I mean, and if you don't want to get fans. booed, you don't want to get chanted for Matt Moore, play better. I, uh, now, I, I, if I was there, I would have not been chanting for Matt Moore. But that being said, like right. you can't, like you know, when you're playing that bad, you gotta. Even Jay Cutler wasn't that upset about it. He's like, yeah, I know. I was like, whatever, bro. It comes with the territory, man. You're a, yeah. you're you're an NFL quarterback. I mean, and what the backup quarterback is always the most popular guy. And in the Jarvis NFL Landry team. had several drops that maybe led to some of those chances. Yeah, so. he was. Yeah, he was. He wasn't that good either. And so. tell you what, on the contract year, you mouth off to the fans. They're not gonna. I mean, that's not that's not a good PR move. And he wants max money, right? And he wants max money. He's not gonna get it. And uh, maybe I mean, he keeps saying that. Maybe the Dolphins won't want him back. Maybe they'll. Maybe it's like, good, Landry, get out of here. We don't. We don't need you. And <laughs> and I mean, I, Landry personally, I think he's great. He yeah, makes a great he, slot he, guy. He makes the tough catches. Sure. He gets fights for extra yards. But at the same time, I think he hasn't done. He has been. He's been good this year about it. He commits too many dumb. 
plays, dumb penalties. Right. Like after the play, like I'm, I'm worried every time he spins the ball after first down. He's got call. this whole this thing that he does every time he gets first a down. first down. I but mean, he'll he'll headbutt some guy. He'll cheap side a guy, and he he does do the unsportsmanlike conduct right. a lot. He hasn't done it this year, but that, that's my one concern is that he always has to hit somebody after the player. He's got that typical superstar diva diva attitude. That's what he does. That's what he does. And so look, so so okay, so because we've never played the game. We can't mouth off. We can't talk. We can't say. I mean, those our guys opinion. are paying their hard-earned money to to watch the game. Has Jarvis Landry ever done radio? Has Jarvis Landry ever done anything else but play football? So, what makes him the expert on anything else? And he's gonna mouth off and talk stuff, talk about other things, right? Mm-hmm. He's gonna complain. It gives us the right. Why? Because these people paid their hard-earned money to go see a good product on the field. And if they want to boo, you let them boo. It is what it is. And it's, it's the same way anywhere else. It's, 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 it's the same way you go to New England. Well, New England has had this problem because they've had Tom Brady. So they've had, they've haven't had a four-game stretch of horrible quarterback play that you've seen. Not all Jay Cutler's fault, by the way. I just want you guys to know that Robbie is dropping stuff all over yeah, the Jarvis, studio. Jarvis making Landry. a complete mess. I'm doing a Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry. Yeah, you're, you're dropping really. balls left and right. <laughs> They're complaining. Oh, man. Hey, guys, in about uh, 10 minutes, we're going to have Antoine Staley come on the show. He is a... Dolphins writer is the managing editor for Dolphins Wire for the USA Today. He also covers uh, college football for Athlon Sports. So he's going to be on the show. We're going to talk a little more Dolphins. He's actually in Atlanta right now. He just landed a little while ago when I spoke to him. So uh, we'll talk to him in a little bit. I want to get through. Let's, 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 you know what? Let's cover. I have some, I have some oh, vindicating proof. Of, of my earlier claim. Hot take from Robbie. That, that Mr. Staley is a, is a pronounced gator. Really? Look at his look at. I'm on his Facebook page. Well, you guys can't see this, okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm, this I'm, is I'm, great radio, by the way. You know what? He's we can show. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Wait, well, let's see. I can, I can. Yeah, we're gonna give it to him on that. I'm gonna, I, I could pull it up on the screen and they could show him. Actually, I don't want to show Antoine Staley's Facebook yeah, page of the maybe, entire Facebook maybe, Live. Yeah, maybe not. But he's got a Gator, uh, a hardcore Gator profile picture, and he's talking about all this. Wait, that. Wait a minute. The Gators only have three national championships. Why do I see eight championships there for Florida? He's, he's probably including basketball. And SEC championships. And, and maybe swimming or, you know, lacrosse or something mm, like that. Gator. Th- that doesn't count as a national championship, all right? Sean, Stanley, <laughs> all right? Those things don't count. <laughs> right? And I hope, I, Sean, I hope you're listening to this because that does not count as a national championship. Well, so Sean, I want to see how uh, Sean, if Sean is doing. I believe he's calling... Uh, FNU, so FNU soccer for the for the Miami Media School. Ah, and nice. He's out, he's out there on the call with uh, Sports Overtime doing a good job over there. What is he doing? Color on it? Is he? Uh, I believe he's doing color. Maybe he's just holding up the camera. Uh, but you know what? I mean, now I'm in, now I'm intrigued. Now yeah, I mean, in, we should try to get him on. Let's call him. Let's, call him let's, let's, just, let's just wow! It's nine. FNU is beating the Bahamas nine to nothing. Yeah, the Bahamas. Probably <laughs> the Bahamas not so good. Oh wow! Let's 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 cut in and see how they're. Let's see what here the game of the game. 27 still has the ball and it's out of bounds. It is. I don't know if I can do I soccer it for is more FNU than like two minutes. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, well, speaking of soccer, the team's not going to be making the World Cup. No. no. It doesn't matter. Around here, everybody else is. I mean, downstairs, we had Colombia playing Peru. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, I mean, at least here in this area, ago. like, any, any, not even a qualifier, any friendly, yeah. it's, it's going to be packed. It was madness down there. It was a Tuesday, and I think that place is not open on Tuesdays, and they're going crazy. 
there, going crazy. So I didn't hear Sean. I didn't hear Sean on the call. Must have been one of the students. But yeah, FNU is up nine to nothing on the bombs. Wow, that was poor. All but right. but yeah, I mean, I mean, go FNU, baby. Yeah, FNU. We'll <laughs> so there you go. We want to know what Sean was doing. That's where he was covering it, and he let he stepped aside. He I think he did did the service by stepping away from the microphone <laughs> and letting a professional do the talking. Yeah. <laughs> Good job there, Sean. Good job. No gators allowed on the color. All right. Oh um, By the way, all right. So you know we have these games to pick, and I want to talk a little bit of, about fantasy football. We, you want to do that after the break? After we do, Anthony? yeah, we'll do that. We got we got close. very sidetracked here in this segment. <laughs> yes. Who cares? We'll talk to we'll talk to. It is freaking Friday, Friday the thirteenth, baby. Here on the weekly sports chop, we'll be back. Hey, this is Jeff Fox from Freeman and Fox, the Sports Brothers Radio Show. I want you to meet me at East of Miami. Yes, that's right. East of Miami. It goes down every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We get down the Heyman style, baby. We do it backyard style. They've got the best native dishes on sale. Steamed fish, stewed fish, uh, conch fritters, conch salad, uh, fried lobster, fried crab. The best in Bahamian food, south, oxtails. I mean, I'm talking about mouth-watering, awesome Bahamian food. And then you got me, DJ Jeff Fox. Yeah, that's right. I get behind the turntables, and I play the best Bahamian music, the best reggae, the best old school. It's nothing but fun. East of Miami, it all goes down. 18014 Northwest 6th Place. That's 18014 Northwest 6th Sixth place in Miami Gardens. And don't forget, you can get breakfast on Saturday, stewed fish and grits, Johnny cake, corned beef, chicken sauce, boiled fish. Man, this menu is off the chain. All right? Crack cock, conch salad, lobsters. Mmm, mmm, good. It all goes down east of Miami, 18014 Northwest 6th place. That's 18014 Northwest 6th place in Miami Gardens. Tell Hennessy and TJ, Jeff Fox sent you from the Sports Brothers Radio Show. Fix. I need football. Football at Flanagan's is the best. It's simple. Flanagan's has the best food, and Flanagan's has the best drink deals. 50% off all beer brands, 11 to 7, Saturday and Sunday. No brainer. Don't forget, Flanagan's famous $5.99 lunch featuring Flanagan's whopping 10-ounce burger. Eight spectacular choices, only $5.99 with the beverage purchase. Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. $5.99. You won't find that deal anywhere. And now, while supplies last, purchase $100 in Flanagan's gift cards and receive a free $20 gift card. A 20% return. Turn your money. Outrageous. Take advantage now. This Flanagan's deal is a limited time offer. Also, every night, 10 p.m. to midnight, 10 free chicken wings with every pitcher of beer, iced tea, lemonade, or soda. Flanagan's legendary baby back ribs. Plus football. It doesn't get any better. 50% does not apply to any pitchers of beer. Please drink responsibly. I need football. Hi, I'm Governor Rick Scott. The state of Florida is working to recover from the devastating effects of Hurricane Irma, but we need your help. I am urging you to give your time and register as a volunteer. Visit volunteerflorida.org to sign up today. To donate to victims of Hurricane Irma, visit floridadisasterfund.org or make a $10 donation by texting DISASTER to the number 20222. 
Thank I'm not a coffee drinker, so every day before the show, you know, after one of those big lunches, I need a little oomph, and I get that from 5-Hour Energy Shots. All 5-Hour Energy Shots feature a new and improved taste. Oh, it's so good. It's delicious. Try one of the original 5-Hour Energy Shots today. Six great new and improved flavors, including berry, orange, pomegranate, pink lemonade, grape, and citrus lime. 5-Hour Energy Shots contain zero sugar or herbal stimulants and are only four calories. For more details on the new great-tasting 5-Hour Energy Shots, visit 5-HourEnergy.com. Every day, hundreds of college radio stations take to the air. College radio changes the lives of those who are involved with it and can change those who listen to it, too. College radio means finding yourself. It helped me find what I wanted to do in not only school, but in life. So support college radio by continuing to listen to this station and supporting the students who make it happen. College radio, now more than ever. A message brought to you by this station and the College Radio Foundation. For more information, please visit collegeradio.org. Now streaming online. SportsOverTime.com It's all sports. 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 This song never, this song never gets old with me. <laughs> I love this thing. It gets me hype. It's hype. We're, we're back on the weekly sports drop here. Mary Brickle Village on the campus of Miami Media School. Uh, Facebook Live, sportsovertime.com. Robbie Campbell in with me on the show tonight. It is Friday the 13th. Freaky Friday, episode 13 of my weekly sports drop podcast. I love that it's live. I appreciate it, Robbie, for you coming on with me. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy has been on my podcast before. He did a really good job. He covers the, um, the Dolphins. Uh, a little bit of the Hurricanes. He's the managing editor for Dolphins Wire for USA Today. Writes uh, college football writer for Athlon Sports. I'm talking about Antoine Staley. What is going on, Antoine? How you doing, my brother? Hey, how you doing? I am doing good, my man. How's everything going over there? He, By the way, he is in uh, Atlanta. Just landed a little while ago at the hotel. I heard that he's at the bar. Uh, talking to the waitresses, talking <laughs> to the bartenders, trying to get nah, some free drinks. No, no. Nah. no? Oh, oh, all right, all right. You try to get, you try to get me in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> I'm saying. No, no. He's actually writing his articles and yeah, stuff, getting prepared. I get it. Yeah, get he's it. breaking down the Falcons' that's defense. What, that's what we call no, it. No, no. I, I will. I am the bar will be later, but uh, <laughs> nah, I'm not talking. To you yet, so yeah, you, yeah, you, you will get me in trouble in that sense. So. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll dump that. We'll dump that. We'll dump it. We'll dump it. No worries. I don't think we can do that. No, no. We're just messing with you, man. But but, uh, but Antoine, you know you're out there in Atlanta. Um, obviously, the Dolph- Dolphins have a big game there Sunday. They are huge, huge underdogs in this game, and the line's just going to keep going up. Uh, what do- what chance do the Dolphins realistically have of forget about winning the game, but just just making this thing interesting in the fourth quarter? Uh, well, yeah, they're going to have to create some turnovers. Uh, the Dolphins are one of three teams that do not have an interception this year. Uh, the Raiders are one of them. Uh, I forgot the other team off the top of my head. But, yeah, there's three teams in the NFL that do not have an interception this year. Dolphins do have some turnovers, obviously. The, if you look at the the fumble, fumble return by Rashad Jones last week for a touchdown. But, yeah, they're going to force Matt Ryan to turn the ball over. He has five interceptions this year. I know the Falcons have a prolific passing offense, uh, one of the top, one of the best in the league. So they're gonna, they're definitely gonna have to force him to make some, some decisions that he doesn't want to do and get pressure on him. So speaking of that prolific offense, I know Julio Jones is kind of dealing with, uh, is it an ankle injury, if I'm not mistaken? He's, he's well, yeah, he's gonna play. He yeah, he's, okay. he's definitely gonna play. Yes, he's playing. Bit Beasley, who was also uh, questionable coming into the week, he's gonna play as well. Okay. So the Falcons with that bye week really came at the right time for him. Yeah, well, Muhammad Sanu is out though, right? He's out. Yeah, he he'll be out. Yes, okay. he will be out. But 
yeah, you definitely have Julio and Beasley that day. So, Antoine, how would, I mean, the Dolphins, I mean, the defense hasn't looked as bad as we thought we were going to do. I mean, I guess the offensive looks so, so bad that the defense looks at, looks looks comparable. It looks, you know, like it's a, a good quality defense out there. And then last week, they obviously took advantage of Matt Castle, but Matt Castle's not going to be playing quarterback for the Falcons. And I, how do they match up with guys like Julio Jones, Devontae Freeman, Tevin Coleman? And how, how do they match up with those guys? Uh, it's a double edged sword. I mean, you really can't double. You really can't. Yeah, you really can't double anybody. I mean, you got Julio, who's one of the best receivers in football. You got probably the best tag team tandem as far as tailbacks in the league, and Tevin Coleman and Devontae Freeman. Uh, you, you won't have Sanu, but yeah, you also got Matt Ryan, who was the MVP last year. So I mean, you got a top five passing offense, one of the best rushing offenses in the game. Uh, it's it's tough. It's it's going to be a struggle for them. It uh, definitely is. And you look at the Dolphins, and yeah, they've improved defensively. But you look at the passing yards; they're giving they're still giving up a lot of passing yards per game. You look at Phil Rivers, mm-hmm. uh, week two in their home, their um, opener. He was able to kind of exploit that Dolphins secondary a little bit. Uh, so they're still giving up a lot of passing yards. Stopping the run has been really good for the Dolphins, but they're going to be tested this week. Uh, this is probably the best offense they're going to face all year, I would think. Wow, that 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 is that 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 is that is pretty scary. But uh, the Dolphins defense can't force some turnovers. He he did say that's I guess that's one way of keeping them in the game. But uh, who who covers Julio Jones? Is it Byron Maxwell? Is it Tankersley? Is he is he? I mean, is he even active? Is it is it Xavier well, Howard? Well, I don't know if Maxwell is going to be active. For, the, for one, uh, he's questionable in the game. Right. Wow, is he going to be Tankersley or or Howard? Uh, yeah, last week, Byron Maxwell, I know he's dealing with a foot injury, but he, um, Matt Burke had also said that, I mean, it's kind of a healthy scratch as well. So it's not necessarily That's bad, he is man. injured, he does have a foot issue, but at the same time, they, they just completely scratched him as well. So it looks like it's going to be either Tankless or, or Howard. I would think it'd be Howard that would get that assignment, but it, who, no matter who it is, they, they're going to have their issues guarding one of the best receivers in football, to be honest with you. And yeah, I mean, yeah, you have Rashad Jones, you have Nate Allen that could possibly help, but uh, the thing is that if you double up Julio, it's going to leave somebody else open. So, and that's one of the things the Falcons they have so many weapons that you really can't double team anybody. Taylor Gabriel's another guy that one of their slot guys that's very dangerous. They're going to have to keep an eye on as well. I'm just, I mean, Maxwell's Maxwell's days are numbered here in Miami. I, I mean, I don't know if he's gonna if he's gonna play too much anymore. I mean, the, the season, and then I'm sure they may have to cut him after after the season. Yeah. But well, yeah, I don't, I don't imagine uh, Maxwell will be back next year. They they tried to groom. They wanted to groom Tankersley. They thought he would be a redshirt year type form. But as bad as Maxwell was playing, they decided to just hey, let's just go ahead and get him in there and see what he can do. And he played well against the Saints um, in in week four. So they've been riding with him ever since. And now he's a starter. Alongside with Maxwell, but yeah, I mean not Maxwell, but Howard. But I don't imagine uh, Maxwell will be back next year. Antoine Jarvis Landry came out and said that it was embarrassing to have fans like that that were chanting for Matt Moore last week, and they didn't know the what they went through to prepare for the game and stuff. And he's the only one that's come out and said that. Do the whole Dolphins team feel the same way about how the the Matt Moore chants went on last week? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I wasn't there today. I was there when Jarvis Landry said that. He was right in front of my face, right when he said it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm curious. I'm sure other home players feel the same way. I, I mean, he, Jarvis had some strong words for the fans, and 
the fans are already angry for the fact that the offense isn't necessarily playing. The team is, itself isn't playing very well. And when you come out and take a strong stance like that, you're, you're definitely going to irritate some irritate some fans who are already on edge anyway. I know some fans that are not happy with some of the protesting that the Dolphins players are doing. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he used the words embarrassing and disappointing uh, to des- describe that the fans chanting for Matt Moore. You have to look at it like this. The fans pay their money hard-earned money they feel like they can boo or cheer jay cutler if they want to i don't i don't think it's jay cutler's all of jay cutler's it's, fault the team is, is playing no. badly right now but the fans have, have fans have a right to do whatever they want to they're paying the money to watch you play and paying your sal- help paying your salary and you just have to take it for whatever it is uh, whether you agree with it or disagree with it no i get it i mean the fans are frustrated jarvis landry is frustrated everybody's everybody is frustrated everybody's so, frustrated everybody is everybody is and i mean <laughs> like you say i mean you can't blame either one of them they're both uh, they're both it, it's it is no, what I, it is yeah i get it from his perspective too because he, he sure. has to defend his quarterback right and it, you have to you have to look at it from his point of view that yeah people are ragging on jay color blaming him you look, you hear it on the radio, Twitter. I'm sure he's getting it on all ends. So he wanted to come out and defense, say, look, Jay's our guy. He's going to be the starter. The same thing Adam Gates has said. Matt Moore, not, I mean, great backup, but he's not going to start. Yeah, Jay Cutler, they signed Jay Cutler for a reason because they thought it was an upgrade over Matt Moore. So they're not just going to pull the plug after four games. Well, and the, so and the, and the I, minute I you it. start trash talking your, your, your yeah. quarterback, <laughs> you're going to lose. I mean, yeah. the, you're done. I mean, that's, that's, yeah. Antoine, and speaking, you mentioned Jay Cutler. You know, a lot of people did want Matt Moore. I know Barry Jackson earlier, a couple weeks ago, wrote a piece saying that the Dolphins should make the move to Matt Moore. But Jay Cutler, for all indications, he's here to stay. He's going to be the starting quarterback. And I kind of feel like, you know, once you've made that $10 million commitment, guaranteed money, you kind of don't want to eat that $10 million by benching him. So how much of that is factoring into the Dolphins just going to ride it out with Cutler because they're owing the $10 million? They don't want that $10 million to go to waste. I don't think it is money related because I think the team wants to win. Obviously, you got Byron Maxwell who's making enough money as well. I'm not. I'm, uh, I don't know the exact number, but he's making a good amount of money, yeah. and they made him in in instance last week. So the last couple of weeks, for that matter. So I don't think money is an issue. I thought if Gates really believed that Matt Moore was the better better option, he they would have they would have went that route. But I just think that people have to be patient. They have to understand that Jay Cutler has been with the Dolphins for two months now yeah and he's played four regular season games and the offensive line is not playing particularly very well right now they can't run the football and you last week you end up having five receivers dropping the ball yeah i mean that's not going to help take color either so it's not it's not one person that it's not one reason why this team's not winning it's multiple reasons jay color is part of it he might be a big reason why I think it's more the offensive line is the biggest reason why they're not playing particularly well on the offense. But everybody just likes to look at the quarterback because they're one that they're, they're the player that everybody knows and they're the ones that usually make the most money. So that's the glamour position. So when you're winning, you get the praise, but when you lose it, you get the blame, and that's just kind of how it boils down. One frustrating thing about watching uh, Jay Cutler is that you know you know he's got that big arm, but. These four games of the Dolphins, especially on third down, he's throwing a lot of balls short of the first down. Especially, he might—he's not even throwing it past one yard on some third down. Just throwing that—that that give up screen at Landry and punting. Like, are the Dolphins? Do the Dolphins have to have Jay Cutler take more shots down the field, especially on third down? Yeah, I—I I, I think they do, but they wanted Adam Gates talked about this earlier this week and last week as well. 
Jay Cutler, early in his career, Jay Cutler could run and th- make throws off his back foot pretty easily because he had that talented arm. I mean, his arm is still talented, but as you get older, he's 34 years old at this point. I mean, he can't make those same throws without having good mechanics. And when you're constantly on the run, when your offense not not giving you time to stay in the pocket or you're having to move off your back foot and throw the football, I mean, you're going to make some bad decisions and you're not going to be able to throw the ball as deep as you want to. So, again, I, I think, yeah, Jake, it comes down to mechanics with Jake Cutler. He does need to improve in that area, and they're working on that. But I also think the offensive line needs to give him more time to get the ball out quicker or give him time so he can develop those deep balls down the field. So it's a combination of a lot of things. But, yeah, I don't necessarily believe it's all Cutler's fault. I just think it's – yeah, I really believe the offensive yeah, line is I a big yeah. culprit because I, I can tell you right now, nobody is really particularly playing well on the offensive line right now. Well, that uh, that kind of leads me to, to to what I was thinking about getting away from the from the quarterback, getting away from Cutler. The offensive line looks bad. Is is Jay Ajayi's struggles solely based off of the fact that the, the offensive line is no good? Or do you see something different in him and how he's running the ball? Uh, I mean, he hasn't looked very good, and, and I, I feel like he's struggling. I think it's a little bit more than just the offensive line, or do you think it's just solely on the offensive line not getting, you know, not, not getting, making those holes for him or, or blocking for him the right way? Yeah, I think it is. I think it's mainly uh, his, I, mean, I think it's mainly the offensive line. I think the first game of the year, um, you got to you know, rushing for 122 yards. You end up getting a lot of carries, but you know, having a solid game there. But you look at the Jets game. I don't know if he was completely healthy there, but I thought the Jets did an absolute great job of slowing him down. Saints game really didn't have a lot of lanes to run through. Titans game it was a little bit better. I did see some. He did gain some yards, got got some running room, but not as much as he has in the past. So I, def- I definitely think that. Yeah, he might be, he might not be playing the way that he was doing that bit that nine out of ten nine out of eleven game winning streak for the Dolphins last year. But I also think the offensive line is just really not giving them a lot of room to run. You look at um they're getting penetration. The defenses are getting penetration behind the line of scrimmage a lot of times. And we know Jay Ajayi is one of those guys that gets yards after his contact and he just hasn't been able to do that this year. So yeah, I definitely think the offensive line has been a major reason why. Uh, he's he hasn't had that success. I think everything it kind of just goes back to the line and the way they perform or haven't performed this year. Well, we, when we talk about the offensive line, we can't mention the offensive line without talking about what happened on Sunday with the head, with the offensive line coach getting caught in that video, <laughs> ultimately having to get having to resign, and now a new offensive line coach comes in. I'm not gonna try to pronounce his name and be a the hero. Gugliano. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, he's a former how, Dolphin yeah. coach, right? How, oh, you how, say Googs. Googs, that's Googs. right. Googers, yeah, Googs. Yeah. How are the Dolphins <laughs> handling this transition? Uh, I mean, it, it went, Monday was tough because it all kind of just happened, and, and all of a sudden. Uh, it happened Sunday night, uh, going in the morning. Morning, mm-hmm. I found out about it probably like eleven thirty that night. Mm-hmm. And then Adam Gates said he found out about it close to midnight Sunday. And he, he talked. Yeah, he ended up talking to uh, Chris Forrester. Obviously, gave him the option to resign or or fired. And apparently, it took place in the team facility. But you talk to some of the players and the coaches. They never had any indication that anything was going on. They said they loved the guy. They thought he was a great coach. They thought he was, some of the people think he's a great friend. I know Clyde Christensen knew him for 25 years. So he knew his family, knew his kids. 
So all indications were that, yeah, that, I mean, they had no idea this was coming. And as far as how they're handling the transition, uh, you've seen Mike Pouncey. Uh, I know Christian talked about Pouncey and Bushrod taking more of a leadership role without Forrester being there. And that's kind of what they're going to have to do. They're not – I mean, they're not – they're going to run the same system. It's not going to be any difference, obviously, because you're, you're in the season now. So, yeah, they're just taking more of a leadership role, more of an active role on the offensive line, more than what they were doing before. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. So, real okay, real quick, before we let you go, we have to talk about this real quick here. Robbie. You you caught something on on. Well, I didn't really catch it. I don't think he's hiding anything. I think I think we all know that he's a Gator. Is that isn't that right, Antoine? Well, yeah, I went to grad school there. That's what. Ah, I thought. okay, okay. Because I, I know you cover the game. You, you cover the Canes a little bit, also, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I covered the Canes okay. for well full time for like three years. But yeah, I, I kind of on a part time basis a little bit now. Gotcha. Still right about him. Did you secretly wear a Gator shirt underneath your underneath the regular shirt when you were out there covering the Canes? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I, I definitely didn't do that. But everybody knows I'm, I'm a Gator. They like to pick fun at me. Okay, good. Don't fun. hurt me like that, man. <laughs> so speaking of the Gators, nah. uh, is Co- is Coach Mack on the hot seat? I mean, this seems like the, this offense of the Florida has kind of been, you know, for the past several years since he's been there, what hasn't you, really approved. What are you doing talking Gators? Here well, I'm asking, I'm asking him a question. Uh, Jeez. <laughs> I, I would say, I would say so. I, I think. I mean, they've really regressed. To be completely honest, and he doesn't know who he wants to be as quarterback. He went with. Franks to start out, and then that year halfway through the Michigan game, and then back to Franks, and then Del Rio, and then Del Rio enters his shoulder, he's out for the year, and now you're with Franks, and now you kind of have to just ride out with Franks, even though I think that's the guy he should have just stuck that's, with anyway. I, I think and they should have gone with Del Rio. It's just, it's just so, well, I, I'm not a big fan yeah. of that. I'm not really a big fan. I think Franks has the more potential. All things aside, they, just, they don't have a lot of skill position players that are very good. The running game has been suspect at times, even though they had a great game against LSU. I just don't think they have a lot of desirable players on that offense. And I think that falls back to him. He's been there three years. He's had time to get his players in there. The offense is worse than what it was under uh, Will Muschamp, if wow. that's saying something. <laughs> yeah, yeah that is saying something. They look, you're looking at the rest of the schedule. They got A&M this, uh, this Saturday. I think that's going to be a loss. You got a bye week, and then you got Georgia. That's going to be a loss. I think Georgia could be the best team in the SEC, and then you still have you still got to play South Carolina. You still got Florida State on the schedule. That's so a we bold statement, about, man. That's a bold statement. Better than Alabama? <laughs> yeah, right. I, 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 I've been on the Georgia bandwagon all year. People been people was like, oh well, no Georgia. I had Georgia winning eleven games, and people thought I was ridiculous before the season started. And they have a great defense. Their offense, their offense is better than Alabama's. The defense is pretty much on par with Alabama's. Wow, I, I think so. I, I really, I really think so. But, I mean, we're going to find the way it's going right now. We're going to find out um, in the early December who's the better team. But yeah, I like this Kirby Smart team. Is really reminding yeah, he's me of the together young, a nice uh, seventeen. So you, you got to be doing some reverse psychology here with Miami. It's, it's kind of like Miami, Florida State, nope. with Florida, Georgia, because. Treon Harris beat Georgia. You know, I mean, I think last year Florida didn't Florida yeah, win last that's year. A, that's a different Georgia. Team, and anything man. can that's anything can happen in the cocktail no, 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 party. No. That's that was that was a couple of years ago with Treon yeah. Harris, though. But yeah, we're talking about we're talking about different regime. We're talking about that, that was the Mark Rick era when Treon beat um, Gators. Yeah. Now we're talking about Curry Smart, who's done a absolute great job. He we won eight games last year. Uh, that that was a good first year, and now they look like 
they're definitely gonna they're definitely gonna win double digit wins. They get double digit wins. Yeah. It's just a matter of can they win the SEC or not. That's really what it boils down to. Because I don't see other than the, maybe the Auburn game, I don't see any other loss on the schedule for Georgia this year. Wow. Listen, before we wrap it up, we can't we can't end this segment talking about the SEC and the Gators and Georgia. I'm, I'm done with it. I'm, it was way too much for all you Gator fans that are listening in. You got your fix. That's I mean, it. they have their own issues. All right, so yeah, get, get over it. All right, let's talk about the Kings. How do you, how, how do you feel about this Kings team? Big win this past weekend. Whether it's whether it's a down FSU team or not, it's, it's still a big win. It's an emotional win. It's been seven years in the making. Uh, we finally got it. Uh, how do you feel about this team? Yeah, you hadn't. They hadn't won since 2009. That's so correct. No yeah. matter what kind of team, Florida State team it was, I mean, you still had to go out there and get the win, and it was not an easy win by any means. No, no. I knew Florida State was going to come in there and and they're going to battle. It's a rivalry game, no matter what. So yeah, it was a great win. I thought uh, Malik Rozier thought it did a really good job down the stretch clutch. Uh, I know a lot of people were kind of they were talking down about Brad Kyer not being able to close out on game, big games, especially against Florida State, but Rozier did did his thing and made a huge throw and made some great plays down the stretch. Braxton Berrios was amazing uh, there as well. Uh, so I'm curious to, in the defense, I mean the front seven is just is just great for the Canes. So I'm curious to see how they handle prosperity now going against Georgia Tech, a team that doesn't necessarily run a traditional offense. I think, it'll, I think they'll win. It might be a close game, but you look at the Canes now, I, I definitely think they should finally win the ACC Coastal and head to Charlotte for the ACC Championship. Wow. The, the question that will be is who they face. I, most people think it'll be Clemson, which I do too, but NC State's going to have a little bit to say about that. Yeah, NC State's pretty good. Uh, yeah. Bradley Chubb. Is, yeah, yeah Bradley that, game, Chubb is, that game is in Raleigh too, yes, by the is. way. And they should have won last year. They, they had a field goal to win the game at Clemson last year, and they blew it. Yeah, they, yes, they did. So it's going to be a good game between those two. I hate to say it, but can you see? I mean, you can see. Can you see them running the table at least up until the, well, ACC, the, the uh, up until the ACC championship game? All right, let's. Okay. Uh, I, I mean, they got some tough games. They got Notre so. Dame, Virginia Tech, Virginia Tech, Virginia Tech. Right, that's why. Virginia Tech, yeah. Virginia Tech is gonna be. That's gonna be an interesting game. I think obviously that'll be for the um, coastal. Yeah, I believe. Sure. You got two two very talented teams there. Virginia Tech's really young, but they got a they got a wide receiver who's just an absolute stud in Cam Phillips. So, oh, yeah. uh, the quarterback's I mean, not so bad. Josh Jackson can play. Oh, Josh Jackson is very yeah, for for freshman. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's he's pretty good. I, I didn't I didn't think he's going to come in and just do exactly what he's doing right now. But yeah, they got they definitely got some talent on that side of the ball. So yeah, it's gonna that's not going to be an easy game. But Notre Dame's much better than I thought they were going to be. Yeah. So and they they only have their only loss came to Georgia yep. by a point. Well, there you go. So yeah, they, they, they most of those are the two close games. But even if you lose the Notre Dame game. I mean, you're still in good shape if you're in Miami, even even though I know Kane's fans don't want to hear that, but still, <laughs> it doesn't count as an ACC game. Right, right. So we're still good for yes, the yeah. here, so that's good. Antoine, hey, thanks for coming on with yeah. us again, man. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. Uh, we'll we'll do it again sometime uh, later on in the season, possibly. Let them know where you, uh, where they can catch you, man, on social media and all your outlets and stuff. Um, Antoine Staley, uh, Twitter. Uh, you find me at Dolphins Wire at USA Today and also at Athlon Sports as well. Awesome. You, you you can go to the bars now and stop writing your articles. What you think getting up there? I, I, I would definitely do that. Yeah. <laughs> Have a good one, man. And thanks, enjoy, Antoine. Enjoy Georgia. We'll talk soon. Yeah, y'all take care. Antoine Staley, there, folks. Funny story. 
Yeah. I know I'm doing a kind of a little takeover here. Like, I asked Antoine if you ever secretly wore a Gator shirt underneath it, you know, his, his, his work attire to cover the Canes game. I see where this is going. No, I don't think you can see where this is going. Okay. I promise you. Many years ago, right. we were in Tallahassee for the game. It was not, not obviously not this past weekend, but many, many, many years before that. Mm-hmm. We were out there just roaming around next to the stupid horse and the, and the, the statue of the stupid horse. And this, we, we, uh, the security guard goes up to us, like, <laughs> like just one of us jokingly asked security, hey, are we allowed to wear this stuff? And the security guard, in his full security guard attire, he goes, oh, yeah, that's, that's not a problem. And he rips open his security guard shirt. It's a big, giant U shirt. Really? In Tallahassee, nice. his security guard rips open. It's a big, giant hurricane shirt. Represent Underneath Sally. is like, it's serious. That is get, fun. That's yeah. awesome. I, well, one of my good friends actually went to law school at FSU, and he had his dorm room. It was completely made up in UM stuff. He was I think a huge if, Canes fan. I think if I, you know, I know people go to other schools. They want to get away from home, get away from mom and dad. Right. And, you know. They, they get an education, you know, public school versus a private school. I can understand why us us people down here go to Florida and Florida State. It's cheaper also. Yes. If, but if I had to, if I was in that situation, I would never do it. But if I just couldn't resist going to Florida or Florida State, I would not convert and be one of those fan heads. I would have to, I would have to wear a cane shirt every single day on there just to offset. But like, I'm definitely, I mean, offset my studies because te- technically, if I'm not wearing a cane shirt, people are going to think I'm a Gator or a Seminole. Look, I don't have any kids. Yet, mm-hmm. but I'm not letting any of them go no. to Florida State of Florida. I went to right? Fla- I went to Flagler College. It doesn't have a football team. Barry University. Und- un- undefeated since 1969. That's the shirt. <laughs> I have that shirt somewhere. <laughs> we'll be back, guys. We'll be back. That's a way. To, that's a way to break. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be back. Go. All five-hour energy shots feature a new and improved taste. Oh, it's so good. It's delicious. Try one of the original five-hour energy shots today. Six great new and improved flavors, including berry, orange, pomegranate, pink lemonade, grape, and citrus lime. Five-hour energy shots contain zero sugar or herbal stimulants and are only four calories. For more details on the new great-tasting five-hour energy shots, visit fivehourenergy.com. And we are back on the weekly sports job. Guys, Santana, your host, here with Robbie Campbell. I want to get into uh, where we're finally going to talk some fantasy football now and some and some NFL, some NFL talk. I'm excited about this because we haven't, I haven't spoken about some, uh, about the NFL in a few podcasts, man. We, it, it's been all, it's been all at FSU, Miami. It's been, you know, yes, a little bit of fantasy football. Um, but I'm, 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 I'm go, excited go, to get back. Go, go, Oh, sorry, got a little action in this game. I'm watching. <laughs> oh, you know what? We we didn't break. We didn't we didn't come in with with upset alert. Yeah, we got a little bit of an upset alert going on. Uh, <laughs> Clemson and Syracuse just started on ESPN, and uh, I just checked to see the score. I'm like, I'm, I'm really, I thought E Clemson would easily cover the 23 and a half points. And right off the bat, Syracuse is up seven nothing. Dude, they're at like, home. Yeah, it's like two two minutes to you know. There's two minutes past. Yes, the but the, quarter, any right? deficit of so well, the, well, you got to look at the way of the degenerate. I see the, sco- the score right now, and in, in my in my eyes, it's it's only seven nothing Syracuse, but really, it's th- it's thirty and a half to nothing Syracuse. If you want to get. <laughs> that's that's definitely a degenerate way of thinking. Yes, that's, that's how you are correct. So I'm in the hole. I'm in the, a little bit in the hole, man. I, I got my pick wrong yesterday on the NFL game, and this uh, this is part of my magnificent seven, which you heard on 790. The ticket. Who, who'd you pick yesterday? Oh, go go go! Clubs break it off a run. I'm, I'm doing play by play. Touchdown! <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Touchdown! Touchdown! Clubs. Oh, they, they just tied it up. So there you go. Well, they still got to make the extra point to tie it up. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just in that habit after last year. I just always just automatically assume, hey, you're still going to make the extra point. I don't just assume they're going to make the extra point. They usually do. There, go, there goes the upset, by the way. That's it. It's over. No more upset. Well, we're still down 24 and a half to nothing. 
You're such a twenty nine, Robbie. It's true. It's terrible. I, I can't do that. I don't follow lines. Oh no, it's thirty. And a, it's thirty and a half to six. That's what it is right now. <laughs> See, I, I don't even know what the hell he's talking about. Okay, so I, I'm not a gambler. I'm not a gambler. I don't bet on games. Oh, you're missing so out I, on yeah, life. I don't. I don't. I, I just don't do. I can't. First yeah, of all, be, be, I, I don't be, know if it's me. I don't. I don't understand the lines and the. I mean, over under. We can teach I you. Get we can te- it. Well, me and well, that's, me and uh, that's dangerous. I, I like to gamble at the casino. Oh yeah, See, I'm a poker room. Oh, you like poker blackjack? Guy. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I lo- yeah. I've lost a lot of fake money playing blackjack. Oh man, yeah. let me tell you, I'm really good at Monopoly. If you want to ever want to play, you want to learn from. You the ever play Monopoly for money? <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> then whoever has the most real the fake play are Monopoly we using money. Pennies, or are we using like dollar bills? No, we, we don't use the, the play money. Monopoly. We, we, the, the bank is with real dollars. <laughs> I'm completely, completely screwed. Can you imagine yeah. that? No, no, I it's, can't imagine. But no, Monopoly, so you, you get rid of all the play money out of the Monopoly board game, and then you have to just put it in a bunch of tens and twenties in there. And the, I, mean, I wouldn't want to be the I mean, I'd want to be the banker, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust whoever the banker is. You know where I'd be stuck? Yeah. I'd be stuck in jail all the time. <laughs> oh right? my god! Yes. <laughs> okay. All right, and I'm not rolling any doubles though, for sure. I'm staying in there the no, whole time. Well, you got to pay to get out. <laughs> you got to pay. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm gonna be in there the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I'm staying in jail. I ain't rolling any doubles. I, no, I'm done. But I think after three turns, you're out. Even if you don't roll a double after three turns, but then you got to pay. Hey. After three turns, you got to pay 50 bucks to get out. Oh, yeah. I know because I was just playing a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> you know, I used to set up, and, and some of my boys that, that may be listening or hearing will attest to this. We used to have Monopoly nights. Talk about degenerates. Yeah. We used to have Monopoly nights. It was like five or six of us. Uh-huh. All right. We used to get together at one of my boys' house or my house and be like, hey, Monopoly light. And we would start at nine o'clock at night. I swear to you, Robbie, we would not end till three or four o'clock in the morning. We played straight through the whole night. You know what game? You know what game takes a really long time, and you, you got to play it properly. It takes days. I've, I've, risk. You ever played Risk? I have, but it's been so long. I don't even remember. I haven't played it in a while either. But let's just put it this way: it takes. It takes. You're, you're playing it. And then when you're not playing it, you're scheming with your with your with your people you're playing with, talking about the game, even when you're not playing it. <laughs> and then when you go back to playing it, it's it's just not. It, it takes days to play correctly. How do you play this game? Oh, risk off. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, maybe we shouldn't go into it. Be, I mean, it's a just a game of territory. Like you know, you have the, you have a map of the world. Okay. And you know, everybody has a everybody has to put a man in every single country, and they have to gather armies and move armies around. It's 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 then alliances are formed. Then there's scheming. Oh God. There's rolling of dice to bat- do it. Can't do it. It, 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 it's no. it's uh it would be epic. You'd have to be you'd have to be on you'd have to be out of town. You'd have to be not working for like a week for like a couple days in a row. You have to do it over a weekend. And even over a weekend, it's not gonna, you might not be able to finish the game over a weekend. Just give me NCAA. Well, that's not coming back. That's it. it we got to figure out a way. You got to get wherever the last one. You know what? I, I tried to. I waited a long time. I didn't want to buy the last one right away because I wanted the price to go down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I waited like a year plus and since they weren't making another one. The one with Denard Robinson? Yeah, the one with the Denard Robinson. Yeah, the the Robinson. Yes. Yeah. And I was waiting, waiting. I'm like, why is this price ended going down? And Because they, they weren't making another one. Exactly. So the, the other, no, no other game was going to devalue that NCAA game. That's what I hate about the sports games the most. Is that you don't think they'll bring it back, though? They have to fight. They, they, they want to. They, it's well, it's all about money, right? Yeah, it's all about money. It's yeah. the players. I mean, it's there was a huge lawsuit saying that they, they ruled that they couldn't do that without paying the players. It's a shame. We're just gonna have to buy the old one, yeah, and just play like seven, yeah, pl- seventeen seasons. Sim, sim four seasons in a row. Yeah. Invent players, invent you know, uh, Malik Rozier. And- I used to love that we, we you would be able to recruit, and then you can actually transfer all of that to uh, Madden. Madden. Yeah, oh, I mean, just then send, awesome. send a draft class to Madden. So much fun. So much fun. Speaking of Madden, NFL football. Let's yeah. get to it. <laughs> yeah, let's idea. get to it. I'm, let's cover. I mean, I'm looking at this first game. 
This is the first game we want to talk about is Green Bay, Minnesota. And my, my thinking kind of changed a little bit because, you know, Minnesota's doing all right without Teddy Bridgewater, without Sam Bradford, right? Uh, Davin Cook went down last week, so that... And now, you, now this Sunday, and now you're not going to. Stephon Diggs is out. St- Diggs and Bradford and are Bradford out. Bradford is out again. So it changes my thinking on on this game entirely. Thought it might have been a better game if Bradford and and Diggs were playing. I mean, I like Adam Thielen, but who's their who's their running back now? It's uh, it's you got, it's basically it's Jarek McKinnon and Latavius Murray. Yeah. But it's basically Jarek McKinnon. So, so basically, nobody at, at running back. I mean, Latavius Murray was not a bad player with Oakland. And, and McKinnon had a big run last week for touchdown. Here's the thing. I'm thinking fantasy football-wise because yeah. that's that's why I follow NFL, right? I'm a fantasy football guy. I'm a PPR guy. So half P- I'm a half PPR you're a half, guy. I can't, why? Why do you do a half? Just do a full PPR. Point per reception. You don't get half a reception. What is he catching? It no, you get, half a, you get half a point for a reception. You no. get the four. Or, or else it becomes two. I mean, I, I, I'm not against the full PPR, but I feel like, you know, we used to not have PPR. Right. And then people wanted to implement it. And some people were against it. So we compromised on half a PPR. So okay. it's still every two receptions get you a point. See, I can't, I can't do anything but PPR. I can't do standard leagues. I can't do auction. Oh, auction is, 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 is banned. Yeah, I can't stand it. I can't do it. So I stay away from it. So if you ever hear me talking about fantasy football it's PPR based don't ask me any standard questions because I'm not going to give I mean it's standard touchdown heavy right okay PPR completely different sometimes I'm picking guys that don't score a lot like Christian McCaffrey last night 10 receptions right he had 50 yards but he got 10, 10 receptions that's great 15 and he's still going to touch scored, yeah right so that's 15 and 21 he got yeah. 21 points and 56 yards receiving that's great now, in, in a standard league, what does he get for that? He gets five you points. Ten, you take away ten points. Yeah, you take away ten points. Well, in our, I know what we had. In our, in our league, our half PPR is still like at about eighteen. Right. Or like, yeah. I like the high scoring PPR, and I'm defending champ too, baby. Oh, that's that's why. Like. Defending champ, and I'm and I'm in first place right now. I'm four and one. So it's not bad. That, that's that's life, man. Four and one. I know my fantasy football a little bit. Little bit. I'm no Jamie Eisenberg, but I know my fantasy uh, I've football. been on a huge cold streak. I, mean, I don't think I've made the playoffs in four years in my fantasy league. And I've had this fantasy league for, for since 2004. Uh, Got to come play with the big boys. You, I, you're playing with all these guys over here in 7 No, no, no. Okay, I'm not even talking about that 790 oh, okay, league. Okay. I've only been in that league for like one year. Gotcha. Okay. And let me, let me, let me, guys I'm, I'm going to let you in on a little secret that you're not going to hear me say at 790. All right. You know those guys aren't listening to us anyway. Uh, yeah, they're not listening. <laughs> well, we're on Facebook Live. Yeah, we're on Facebook. Maybe Beast might check in every once in a while. <laughs> B, B, well, yeah, B, Beast has checked in on it. I've heard Len. Len has liked our video before. I started freaking out. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. He's, oh my God. Straighten up. Straighten up. Oh. Fold your hands. Check, check. <laughs> one, two. How do I sound? <laughs> yeah. But, um, I rarely check that fantasy league. I check it once a week, make sure I'm not starting any dead dead players right. or inactives, and I just make sure I'm not starting anybody to buy, and I put the roster out. I hate. Being in multiple fantasy leagues. Yeah, I have one. That's it. But I, but I, I mean, people invite me. I'm not gonna be like, no, I don't like to be in one fantasy league. I, I just I just be like, all right, yeah, whatever. I'll, I'll play in your league. You, you know, what my first question is right. PPR. No, how much is it? <laughs> yes, that's that's yes. <laughs> that's the first. Question. I have no. I have one money money league. I pay, and the other leagues I pay are for free. Right. So, yeah. but I, yeah, I, I couldn't do more than one money league, and I don't have time to do more than. But one But here's a problem. I mean, I know know some people who are like at seven leagues, like. You run into so many situations when you play in that many fantasy leagues where, oh, I'm playing this guy in one league, but in another league I have this guy, and in another league he's against me. Like you run into. And all I have the defense for this team, but I'm playing against them on the other. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's a complete. You know, then then you don't know what to root for. Right. It's just, it's just you're just rooting for the entire NFL. That takes the fun out of the. Yes, it does. You know, you, watching the games, it really does. 
It does. I don't understand people who competitively focus in on multiple leagues. No. I'm in multiple leagues just because I get invited to. I'm not gonna. We have a league here at Sports Overtime too, which I barely check. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. The money league is the one that you're checking. All yeah, the time that's that's the one I check. Yes. Of course, I don't blame you. Going back, <laughs> we totally digressed there, right? We, that's what we've been doing the whole show. It's okay. It's fun that way, man. Digression <laughs> Friday. Green Bay, Green Bay and Minnesota. Uh, I mean, Robbie, what's the line on this game? Green Bay was a three-point favorite, and that was before they announced Diggs and and. Well, that, you knew Bradford wasn't going to play based on what happened last week, but yeah. now that Diggs is not playing either, I, I think it could get real bad for Minnesota, and especially in the dome. Aaron Rodgers. You climate control Aaron Rodgers. He saw what he did last week against Dallas, and he just burns you, man. He loves those dome, those climate control facilities. And that's where Aaron Rodgers does his best work. So uh, it's safe to say they, they they cover that. They cover the three points. Yeah, yes, they cover the three points, right? See, I'm, I'm getting I'm getting the the, uh, the gambling lingo. Yeah, there, there you I'm go. You're gonna, you're gonna become one of us next thing you know. You're gonna be at the you're gonna be at the Mick every single day filling out paper. Yeah, highly unlikely. All right. <laughs> <laughs> First, I need money to be able to do that. All right. <laughs> um, all right. So we got Green Bay covering. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers. There's no way you don't start Aaron Rodgers if you have him in your league. Uh, right now, it's Aaron Jones. I think it's the Aaron Jones. Oh, show, I, have, right? I have that. I have that problem, man. I have Ty Montgomery, and uh, to tell you a story, I was with that Thursday night game where he got injured, where he like almost like broke broke four ribs, right. whatever it is. Oh, Clubs has to kick a field goal. Great defensive play by Syracuse. <laughs> Strongly chipping into that spread. Hot, Anyways, sorry, takes, sorry, just, sorry, getting very distracted here. But we're driving back from the listening to the Thursday night game on the radio, and I'm pulling into the 790 parking lot. It's raining, it's pouring, and uh, I'm like, oh, I hear the radio. Well, first, Ty Montgomery goes on the first quarter, but then he, Aaron Jones wasn't the starter right away. It was Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams, right? And then he gets hurt. I'm like, oh crap! Oh, I better go pick up Aaron Jones. And I go, and as I'm pulling out of the parking lot, I hear him get injured, and I go to pick him up, and he was already picked up. Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. Of course. So, so we got somebody. I got somebody. Oh no, he missed the kick. I got so many hawks. Who missed the kick? Clemson. Clemson yeah. Still tied game. Still tied game. Still tied. It's well. It's not tied. It's, it's thirty to thirty and a half. To half thir- thirty and a half. Thirty and a half to seven. Syracuse is winning. This guy's such a degenerate. <laughs> and so I, I, I just could. I missed out on Aaron Jones, and now it looks like Aaron Jones. I mean, Ty Montgomery might play this week, but it looks like Aaron Jones is going to be dipping into some of his carries. Who? Aaron Jones. Is he going to be dipping into Ty Montgomery? Yeah. Team? Yeah. Well, look. I mean. I mean, right here, Aaron Jones has 32 carries, 174 yards. He's averaging 5.4 oh yards God, a carry, where, while Ty Montgomery's averaging 3.2. He's Not only is he going to eat into his carries, but he end, he might end up taking over for Ty Montgomery. I like Ty Montgomery. I think his value is as a, as, as, as a pass catcher, not necessarily as a running back. By the way, I'm looking at the Facebook Live, and you can clearly see on the Facebook Live. Me having the game on on the other computer. It's nice. clearly out there nice. on the Facebook. I hope hey, we're not violating no. any rules. Yeah, we're multitasking here. Yeah, multitasking. We need to do that. I gotta make sure. I got action on this Clemson. I put I put it on the air today. Uh, it's part yeah, of the, oh, magnific- right. the yeah. magnificent seven that Clemson would cover today. Not looking good so far, but it's still first quarter. I think we're gonna rename this show to the Degenerate Plus One or something. Yeah. I mean, this is, this all right, we get ready for a Let's go back to this. Yes. My fault. I'm, I'm, it's my fault Stop why this it. all this sidetracking is going it, down. Stop Robbie. Jesus. All right, back to 
Minnesota and Green Bay. Minnesota, Green Bay. Aaron Jones, yes, stardom. Davin Cook, awfully, is down. I don't trust Jarek McKinnon. I don't like uh, Case Keenum in this game either. I like Adam Thielen just because of the PPR standpoint. He's going to get a lot of uh, a lot of looks, a lot of targets. He's their number one, obviously, with Stephon Diggs out. Kyle Rudolph is still is, is he hurt? Is Kyle Rudolph hurt? I think he's a go. Is he think, a go? Okay, if he's, he's a go, he might be hurt. Not, he may be questionable. Okay, if he even if he's questionable, not a bad pickup either. On the other side, Devontae Adams still probably suffering a little bit from that concussion, but uh, he's good to go. He played last week. He's probably going to play this week. I'm still looking at – you can start any of those guys. Devontae Adams, Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb. Don't be afraid to start any of them. The only guy I don't like is Martellus Bennett. He hasn't, he hasn't done much this year. That's that game. Green Bay, Minnesota. Green Bay, safe to say you're going Green Bay? I'm going Green Bay to come. I'm going Green Bay also. Next game, uh, let's go to Pitt and Kansas City. Now, this was a little bit of a tricky game for me. Yeah. I, I have Pittsburgh's defense. Uh-huh. But Kansas City is by far the best team in the NFL right now. I mean, they look good. They're scoring points. Alex Smith looks like a front running uh, front runner for the MVP right now. Kareem Hunt looks like a, a, def- a, a rookie of the year on the offensive side of the ball. Um, you know, maybe with Deshaun Watson, but Kareem Hunt, who I do have in my league as well, picked him up in the fourth round. Um, Kareem Hunt, uh, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey is the best tight end in, in the NFL right now. I mean, when even when Gronkowski's healthy, obviously different story. But I like Kansas City. I hate to say it, man. I just, I mean, Jacksonville put up 30 points on this team. I know I know it was two pick sixes last yeah. week, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm sure Tobin's happy about that. Oh, right? yeah. No. Partying up a storm. But, uh, you know, what's the line on this? Is, this is another well, bigger K- line, Kansas right? City's four and a half point favorites at home. Yeah, it's... it's uh, I feel like... It's the easy. It's a little low. It's a little low, right? I, I, well, you have to remember last year. Remember in the playoff game last year, right? Where Pittsburgh beat Kansas City at Kansas City without scoring a touchdown. They literally kicked six field goals and won the game. I think it has the potential to be that grinded out, low scoring, black and blue physical game. And the easy thing to do is, wow, Pittsburgh just threw, lost to Jacksonville by a lot of points. Kansas City's on fire. They only have to win by five points for me to win. Oh, Kansas City should beat. It's at Kansas City. Oh, Kansas City should beat it by by seven, fourteen points. I feel like it's a trap. I feel like Pittsburgh is going to give them a game. Oh, no! Here we no! Go. Here we go again. Here we go again. Oh, my God. Clemson just got beat deep. Stay on topic, Robbie. On a touchdown. Oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry. It's just... Oh, my God. Syracuse is not about to be up by a touchdown again. Well, actually, they're going to be up 37 and a half. Time. Upset alert. Oh, my God. I'm starting to freak out. Oh, my God. You saw that here on Facebook Live. Get back, get back to it. I don't even remember what you were saying anymore. Okay, yeah. I was talking about... <laughs> I think it's going to be... Pittsburgh is going to be played a lot better than they did last week. And I think that it, it just seems too easy to take Kansas City. I'm going to take Pittsburgh in the four and a half points. I think they give them a game. Okay. Roethlisberger. He's got some mental stuff going yeah, on with him. He's, five interceptions. There's something going on he's there. He's thinking about that retirement. He threw five picks last week. I think you might retire after this year. I can see that. I mean, is he a first battle Hall of Famer? Yes. I agree. Yeah. Multi, I mean, how many Super Bowls? Is it two or three? I think he's won two. I think he's got two. I, I actually know. Wait, wait. He beat Seattle. He, he beat Arizona. His, didn't he go to the Super Bowl his rookie year? He went 15 and 1 his rookie year, but they didn't. he lost to the Patriots in the AFC Championship game. And then the next year, he goes 10 and 6. As it sneaks into the playoffs as a sixth seed and wins the Super Bowl. And they beat, and that was Jerome Bettis' last game, and they beat the Seahawks. Gotcha. And they beat Arizona in that miracle uh, in that play to San Antonio Holmes. Yeah, San Antonio Holmes. They also lost to Green Bay in the Super Bowl. 
But other, I don't yeah, think he's definitely a first ballot. He's, I think he's got yeah, he's got two Super Bowl wins. Is he a first ballot fantasy football quarterback? Absolutely not. I'm definitely not touching Ben Roethlisberger in this game against Kansas City. Strong defense. Uh, I, I don't think you can sit Le'Veon Bell or Antonio Brown. I think you got to go with them. You got to you got. I mean, he's gonna feed them the rock. I mean, they're still great fantasy football guys. So don't worry about that. On the other side, Alex Smith. Listen, Alex Smith is 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 kind of like your quarterback one right now. You know, I'm, ex- I'm, I'm, it's, it's, it's pretty impressive he's what he's plays. doing. He's making some really nice plays. You've got, uh, he, he's got weapons. He's got Tyreek Hill. He's got Kareem Hunt, Travis Kelsey. Those guys run, roll with those guys. Don't sit them even against a, a, a tough Pittsburgh Steelers defense. I mean, yes, they, they, you know, Jacksonville had uh, scored 30 points, but six, uh, 14 of those points were off of uh, pick sixes. So in actuality, they gave up 16 points, the defense. Still strong defense. They make you know they make plays. They create turnovers. Uh, it's gonna. I, I think it's gonna be a tough game. I don't think it's gonna be a high scoring game. I think it's gonna be kind of a grinded out game. Yeah, like you said, Pittsburgh is gonna play a lot better this week than they played last week. Um, and the line you said was four and a half on this. It was four and a half. Yeah, Kansas City favored by four and a half at home. Okay, I'm still. Uh, I have Kansas City winning. But you think Pittsburgh keeps it within the four and a half? I think they keep it within the four and a half. I think it's a three point game. It's a, it's a field goal. Yeah. It's a field goal game. So, Kansas City, definitely. But all those guys, go with all those guys except Ben Roethlisberger. I don't think you can I don't think you can start him right now. I think he's too inconsistent, throwing too many picks, and he's going to end up hurting you guys. Next game. This is the game that everybody is excited to hear because uh, I, for one, can't stand either of these teams. Although, I have to admit, I my football, I love Tom Brady. Oh, no. I, I, no. I... I, I I, I you mean, could say you respect Tom Brady. I, okay, I respect. I think he's a badass. I think he's a great quarterback. Yes, I, I mean, can't be denied. He's, he's the best quarterback in the NFL ever. He is the best quarterback ever. How do you feel about that statement? I like, I don't know if I can, at this point, five Super Bowls. I, it just really hurts. I mean, I used to be bro Marino to the death. Yeah. But at this point, I mean, I really can't say anything to dispute that. I mean, five Super Bowls and how he's done it. And now he does have – he did benefit from a great pass protection for a lot of years. He almost never gets sacked. He could sit there in the pocket all day and find his uh, white receiver for a first down. But go, 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 get the first. But uh, I, I just can't dispute that Tom Brady's the best ever. Here's the thing. Yeah. I mean, this year's a different story. As much as it hurts. This year's a different story. He doesn't have – Julian Edelman. Gronk's going to be playing, though, on Sunday. Is he? Okay, but he doesn't have Julian Edelman, who was his security back. But they find the kid, mean, the kid, They replace those guys all the time. Yeah, but they're not replacing him this this year. I mean, who's... who's Hogan. No. 7-11. No. Yeah, he's definitely not 7-11. He's definitely <laughs> not... Yeah, that's the problem with... I mean, and I have Brandon I, Cooks. I need to reach the... Po- I need to reach for that first down. Sorry. I, I'm going to take him off the air. I'm going to cut his mic in a second. All right? Well, the, mic, the mics are way over here. I'll figure out a way. I'm going to jump over the table and cut his mic. <laughs> All, right. All right? Pay attention here. Um, squirrel. That's, a, that's how I feel it is right squirrel. now. Squirrel. <laughs> All right. We're talking about Tom Brady. New England. The line. Replacing, the, replacing Julian Edelman. Replacing Julian Edelman. Tough. I mean, yeah, I get it. You got Danny Amendola, Chris Hogan, kind of even Philip Dorsett. Trying to trying to replace Julian Edelman, it's not working. You know, they're not nearly as good as getting open that Julian Edelman is. He's driving me crazy because he's watching this game. Turn off the damn game! All right, <laughs> I'm not commenting on it now. I'm, I'm, I, although, and I hate to say this, 
I'm kind of impressed to see what the New York Jets are doing this year. I mean, yeah. everybody thought that they were going to cave, right? That they were going to just kind of they were they were they were going to give up on the season, go for that number one pick that they were you know they, they were doing it on purpose. Not the case. They're three and two now. Their defense is playing a lot better. Uh, Josh McCown. I think they're better than the Dolphins, to be honest with you. Yeah. Everybody yeah. thought the Jets were going to be the worst team in the league, but I mean, I think the, Dol- the Dolphins might be the worst team in the league. In the league. I mean, just I mean, in the NFL, or are you talking about? In, I, I say in the Dolphins division? could be the worst team in the league. Wow. I think when it all I think when it all plays out, I think San Francisco, uh, maybe not, well, maybe not the Giants, maybe the Giants will still have less wins than the Dolphins, but I think San Francisco will eventually get more wins than the Dolphins by the end of the season. You know, we all thought it was going to be a tougher season this year. I mean, they were going to be a good team. Cle- uh, maybe Cleveland. Cleveland's probably worse, still worse than the Dolphins. I like Cleveland. I think they're doing some good things over there, man. I mean, now they're going with Kevin Hogan at quarterback. Yeah. This week. I mean. The, the, I guess I say that because I'm a little biased because they're wet, whoever's scoring touchdowns. David Njoku. It's David Njoku and, and Duke Johnson, right? Yeah. They got a little, a little hurricane but, but you, see, you see, you can't, like, Cleveland, everyone's gripping Cleveland for passing up the chance to draft Carson once and for passing up the chance to draft Deshaun Watson. Now, they did trade. They they did trade out. They, they picked up another first-round pick for, for Carson Wentz. And they then they, they turn that Deshaun Watson pick into another two first round picks. So I don't think you have to wait and see who Cleveland ends up taking at quarterback before we decide where. Well, they this is the year. This is the year they draft a quarterback. Yeah, number right? one. Yeah, yeah, they have to win. You load up. We got Miles Garrett last year. You had Corey Coleman in the first round. You have Duke Johnson. You have David Njoku. You got Jabril Peppers. You have a lot of good skill positions on the team, but the one thing you don't have is. It's quarterback is the most important position on the field, and, and so and they bought us. They they paid sixteen million for a second round pick. Yeah, to have for in that in that Brock Osweiler transaction, but then they use the second round pick on Deshaun Kaiser, which I think is if he's not going to be your future quarterback, why are you burning? Why are you burning a second round pick on a guy when you don't when you you plan on taking a quarterback first overall next year? I feel like it's a waste of a second round pick. I I, I feel like they 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 still need to get some things in order there. Uh, but but they have to go with a quarterback. The and they have one. a bunch of picks. So, yeah, if they get that quarterback. They got to go with a Sam Darnold or Josh Rosen, something like that, or maybe even Josh Allen. From, I, from I think Miami. Josh Allen is going to go in like third or fourth. I think you're going to see the Brad Kaya fall with Josh Allen this year. It's, it's a mean, strong possibility. Wyoming is terrible, right? Well, and then they're, they're he, he got exposed against Iowa. He got exposed against the power the power five. His games are horrible. Yep. It's kind of like Brad Kaya when, you know, he would light up FAMU. He'd light up Virginia. He'd light up FAU. Well, not last year he didn't light up FAU, but Pitt. He lit up Pitt last year. But when it came to big-time games against Florida State, Notre Dame, he was going to Blacksburg against Virginia Tech, even though he pounded them his freshman year. But last year, he just he just he it was not the same Brad Kaya. And he got exposed, and he, he probably shouldn't have come out, and he did, and he ended up almost going into the seventh round. I think you're going to see a similar fall with Josh Allen. I think he got exposed playing big competition. Yeah, I think so. I think so. We'll see what happens there. Let's go. <laughs> We're so bad. We're, We're so, so bad. Jets and Patriots. The line is? Nah, I think it was a nine and a half. Nine and a half. Patriots minus nine and a half. Patriots min- minus nine and a half. I think, uh, I think the Patriots win. I think they, they I win think by double digits. The fact that it's in the Meadowlands, I think the, J- the Jets, even Rex Ryan's Jets team, even when those Jets teams won three games, like those two games against the Patriots, they were always close. It was just something about playing the Patriots. So you think they cover? I think they cover the nine. They don't win, but they, they cover. They it's cover close. the nine? Okay. Yeah. Tom Brady must start on your fantasy team. Uh, I mean, 
Mike Mike Gillisley maybe he's only averaging 3.6 yards a carry so uh, cl- keep a close eye on that running back situation there's also James Lewis over there uh, he does catch a lot of balls out of the backfield uh, Brandon Cooks is always a must start for me Rob Gronkowski of course he's coming back this week must start as well if you got those guys in your lineup make sure you start them uh, also uh, on the Jets side I think the only guy is worth uh, worth going uh, you know going with is probably Elijah McGuire at this point I don't think Bilal or Matt Forte are going to play? I think Matt Forte might play, but Lyle Powell's definitely not play. I'm still, I, I going, with, I'm still going with Maguire. I'm yeah, not, you probably I mean, want to go Maguire out, out of three. anybody there. Throwing the ball, I still don't trust everybody. Uh, maybe Jermaine Curse is probably their their top target there. So if if you need to as a wide receiver three or a flex option, go with Jermaine Curse. Uh, but uh, definitely Elijah Maguire. And on the other side, like I said, uh, Cooks, Gronkowski, Brady. And it's it's kind of a crapshoot with any of those uh, of those running backs. Uh, you probably can't go wrong, but you got to get lucky as well. So we'll see on that one. De- I'm going Patriots. You're going Patriots, going but, Jet, but I mean, the Jets cover. Yeah, Jets cover. Yeah. All okay. right, last game here, the Dolphins. Last here. game. You want to cover now? And by now the way, wanna... yeah, let's get this Dolphin game. Let's let's run through this Dolphin game. Let's get our predictions in there because when we go to break, Sean's going to be joining us. Nice. Yes. All right. All right. Sweet. So let's. So okay. for temporarily, I have to minimize the screen to get him on the phone. And then I'll put the screen back up again. You, I, mean, I wish you guys could see this guy. I you can't. It's on Facebook this. Live. I mean, every no, I don't know if they can see your face because every time that something happens and I'm looking at him, I'm trying to concentrate on these freaking games here. And I look, at, I look at his face and he's going crazy over here with all these facial expressions. I can't deal with it. I can't deal with it. So let's run through this. I promise there are no more outbursts until the, until the break. Uh, all right. Game of the week, baby. Miami and Atlanta. It's easy. I think the, <laughs> the Falcons are 12 and a half point favorites now. The line just going to keep going up. Yeah, they cover. Atlanta covers. Yeah, they win by two touchdowns. More than that. They win yeah, by you three think more f- than that? I think it could be like 42 to three. I think the Dolphins keep it close in the first half. This is what I think. I think the Dolphins keep it close in the first half, but Atlanta just takes off in the second half and beats I, them. I wouldn't be surprised if the Dolphins don't score again. I mean, I, I feel good. Ever again? Winners. Ever again. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe ever again, but just the way their offensive side of the wall is just pretty... Really, Look, really. Their offensive line is struggling. That's a strong Atlanta d- defense. I mean, that that front seven is pretty good. Uh, the front four with Vic Beasley um, is 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 really good, really good. Uh, top off one of the top offenses in the NFL. So I can see I can see this one getting ugly, but I see it getting ugly later on. Uh, I, I, I think the Dolphins keep it close at the beginning, and then they just find a way to get the ball out to. Uh, you know what? Look for Tevin Coleman to have a big game. Yeah, it's I think more. I think a bigger game than Devontae Freeman. This. I think he's more. Uh, he's. I like him. I like him better than Devontae Freeman. As, hey, as an they, all-purpose back, they, I like they him. both. They both complement each other really well. They, they Tevin really Coleman do. out of the backfield catching really passes. Do. I mean, it's just it's a monster unit. I don't know if the Dolphins can stop it. The Dolphins are going to struggle with that. So I think Tevin Coleman is going to have a big game. I think Julio Jones is just going to light up whoever is covering him. God knows who's going to cover him. Even if they have a safety over the top, it could be, it could be thirty-five gonna, nothing at halftime. I think it's going to get ugly eventually. Um, the only guy that I can see anybody starting on the on the on the Dolphins is, I mean, I guess you got to stick with Jay Ajayi, right? You still hey, this have to is Jeff Fox from Freeman. Fox the Sports Brothers Radio Show. Do you see what he's doing to me here? Do you see what he's doing to me? He's cutting me off already. Uh, Real quick, uh, Jay Ajayi and maybe Jarvis Landry. I think Devontae Parker with his, he's questionable again for this game. He's probably not going to play. I don't think he's going to play. Did we we ask Antoine if Devontae Parker was about the help? We didn't. We didn't. We should have asked We're terrible. Yeah, we're terrible at this, guys. (laughs) This is amateur hour here, okay? Uh, um, uh, Yeah, so Jay Ajayi, Jarvis Landry, maybe. That's about it. I'm not not touching anything else on on that Miami Dolphins defense or 
or, or I'm sorry, the Miami Dolphins team. But Atlanta, Matt Ryan, obviously, yes, start him. Start Tevin Coleman. Start Devontae Freeman. Start Julio Jones. Start. You know who I'm looking at? My sleeper this week is Taylor Gabriel. Hmm. Over it, over in Atlanta. Oh yeah, that's you gonna know, be a with Mohamed Sanu out. It's hey, basically just put it this way: I'll make, I'll make it easy for you. Start all Falcons, bench all Dolphins. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> easy enough. Yeah, safe to say. Well, no, no. Ajayi and, and Landry, you still got to stick with them. Why? Well, I, 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 I think the Dolphins will be down by so much that they're not going to run the ball. And Landry might get you some garbage time points at the end of the game. Yeah, yeah. You're down 42 to three, and you're just trying to get a couple yards. PPR purposes, yeah. You gotta. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep Landry in there as my even a flex option, maybe a wide receiver two or wide receiver three. Uh, and Jay Ajayi, I just gotta stick with him. I don't know. I don't know. Give, keep giving him the rock. I, I understand that the, he, he may not get too many carries in the second half, but uh, I'm still gonna start him. So that's that. You think. Falcons big. Falcons big. I think Falcons big. Well, two touchdowns. They cover. And the Dolphins, wah, wah. And when we come back. Sean Stanley. We're going to talk a little to Sean Stanley. We'll wrap up the show. Yep. You got it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Me at East of Miami. Yes, that's right. East of Miami. It goes down every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We get down Bahamian style, baby. We do it backyard style. They've got the best native dishes on sale. Steam fish, stew fish, count uh, fritters, count salad, uh, fried lobster, fried crab. The best in Bahamian food. South. Oxtails. I mean, I'm talking about mouth-watering, awesome, behaving food. And then you got me, DJ Jeff Box. Yeah, that's right. I get behind the turntables, and I play the best Bahamian music, the best reggae, the best old school. It's nothing but fun. East of Miami. It all goes down. 18014 Northwest 6th Place. That's 18014 Northwest 6th Place in Miami Garden. And don't forget, you can get breakfast on Saturday. Stewed fish and grits, Johnny cake, corned beef, chicken sauce, boiled fish. Man, this menu is off the chain. All right, crack cum, pound salad, lobsters. Mmm, mmm, good. It all goes down east of Miami, 18014 Northwest 6th Place. That's 18014 Northwest 6th Place in Miami Gardens. Tell Hennessy and TJ, Jeff Fox sent you from the Sports Brothers Radio Show. Man, I need my football fix. Where can I get my football fix? I need football. Football at Flanagan's is the best. It's simple. Flanagan's has the best food, and Flanagan's has the best drink deals. 50% off all beer brands, 11 to 7, Saturday and Sunday. No brainer. Don't forget, Flanagan's famous $5.99 lunch featuring Flanagan's whopping 10-ounce burger. Eight spectacular choices, only $5.99 with the beverage purchase. Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. $5.99. You won't find that deal anywhere. And now, while supplies last, purchase $100 in Flanagan's gift cards and receive a free $20 gift card. 20% Return your money. Outrageous. Take advantage now. This Flanagan's deal is a limited time off. Also, every night, 10 p.m. to midnight, 10 free chicken wings for every pitcher of beer, iced tea, lemonade, or soda. Flanagan's, legendary baby back ribs. Plus football. It doesn't get any better. 50% does not apply to any pitchers of beer. Please drink responsibly. I need football. Hi, I'm Governor Rick Scott. The state of Florida is working to recover from the devastating effects of Hurricane Irma, but we need your help. I am urging you to give your time and register as a volunteer. Visit volunteerflorida.org to sign up today. 
To donate to victims of Hurricane Irma, visit floridadisasterfund.org or make a $10 donation by texting DISASTER to the number 20222. I'm not a coffee drinker, so every day before the show, you know, after one of those big lunches, I need a little oomph, and I get that from 5-Hour Energy Shots. All 5-Hour Energy Shots feature a new and improved taste. Oh, it's so good. It's delicious. Try one of the original 5-Hour Energy Shots today. Six great new and improved flavors, including berry, orange, pomegranate, pink lemonade, grape, and citrus lime. 5-Hour Energy Shots contain zero sugar or herbal stimulants and are only four calories. For more details on the new great-tasting 5-Hour Energy Shots, visit 5-HourEnergy.com. Every day, hundreds of college radio stations take to the air. College radio changes the lives of those who are involved with it and can change those who listen to it, too. College radio means finding yourself. It helped me find what I wanted to do in not only school, but in life. So support college radio by continuing to listen to this station and supporting the students who make it happen. College radio, now more than ever. A message brought to you by this station and the College Radio Foundation. For more information, please visit collegeradio.org. introduce our next guest with this kind of music. <laughs> I think it's a perfect way to introduce hey, you, our next you, guest. You know what? You might be right because he kind of sold us out. He left us here out in the cold. Oh, no. oh, out I, in I, the I, cold. I, well, he was, he was out there covering Voter National. I got to deal with this guy here in studio now <laughs> with this degenerate looking at this game. Sean Stanley on with us now here on the Weekly Sports Drop, uh, Miami Media School, Facebook Live. Check us out over in Mary Brickle Village. Also on sportsovertime.com. What's going on, Sean? How you doing? Hey, uh, thank you for the great introduction, man. I appreciate that, man. I, I feel the love. Yeah, we thought it was I, fitting. I really do. Uh, apparently, Robbie thought it was pretty fitting this for is, you, man. This, this, I mean, yes, this, we, we have very limited music here. I had nothing to do with it, man. I had nothing to do with but, it. But, I mean, Sean, you were out there. Oh, sure. Well, I know how it is to deal with that guy. So, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, I, I apologize. I was down to the last person I could think of, and I had to give him a call to... to, to Unfortunately, you had to deal with that. Yeah, what am I going to do? <laughs> well, Sean, you were out there. What, what, what was going on? We saw that the final score was FNU 12, the University of the Bahamas nothing. Was that real? Give us a what, what happened in that game. Yeah, there was, there was uh, the shots on goal differential was 30 to nil. Oh, my The University gosh. of Bahamas got to the goalie box twice, <laughs> and they crossed midfield a total of six times the whole game. So it was uh, Florida National University, uh, state undefeated. They're now 
13-0-1 on the season, and they've beaten two Division two schools, too, by a score of 20-6. to Wait a second. What? So, you're uh, telling they're, me? they're a pretty good scoring team. This is soccer, not wait, football. You're t- <laughs> wait, you're telling me that the yeah. Bahamas is a Division two school? Well, no, well, they've beaten two throughout the... Oh, no, not, not the Bahamas, oh. but they have beaten two other Division two schools. Gotcha. By a, a score, one was 10-4 and one was 10-2. Wow. So they they beat them about twenty to six. So they're a pretty score, pretty quick scoring uh, thing. And the funny thing is, we had a power outage and we missed two goals in three minutes and five seconds. Wow. So that's yeah. Yeah, a little Baltimore, San that, Francisco style evening. there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that sounds like a, that sounds like a wild night. Well, I'm sure Jeff Fox is probably going to be talking to the University of Bahamas. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. But uh, hey, Sean. Uh, you know, we have a big, big games this weekend. You know, you got the Canes against Georgia Tech. You got your Gators going up against Texas A&M. Wah, and, wah. And, we, and, of course, you got the Dolphins. We've been talking about this a lot today, the Dolphins. Oh, boy, listen, listen to these hurricane guys now, huh? You wah. know we're pumping our we chest. Got, we beat the Dolphins. <laughs> we beat the Dolphins. We got our chest pumped out real, real wide now, all right? Hey, you much, much deserved, buddy. Much deserved. Yeah. I ain't going to lie. Much deserved. <laughs> But I mean, we, we, me and Sean will actually be on tomorrow. Uh, yeah, plug that show, t- man. 10 a.m. Boca Chamber Radio. You get that get that Boca Chamber yeah. Radio app. Oh yeah, you gotta download that app, Boca Chamber Radio. We may have some guests coming on with us. 10 to 12, right before you you, you watch your uh, you ready for your college football. Yeah, man. You let me know if you need me on to talk. You know, college <laughs> we'll football. We'll jazz it up. Expertise. Maybe we'll bring jazz on. <laughs> so yeah, Sean. We'll, we'll, bring, we'll jazz it up a little bit. We'll jazz it up. It always makes it better. It always makes it better. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you don't. We don't want to. You don't want to miss that. What, what do we got in tomorrow? For, for what do we got in line for tomorrow? I got some takes, but I don't. I want to save it for tomorrow. But what, what do we got in line for tomorrow, Sean? Well, we're gonna we're gonna preview some of you know we got we got, well, we do the South Florida sports scene which we cover somewhat narrow you know we we, we hit it up we're gonna have you know the Heat are gonna be kicking off now I mean you know we're in Boca so we got to cover a little bit of hockey oh north, yeah right? uh, yeah we're not too, yeah we're a little we north of the there. Panthers I mean they won right yesterday now, the Panthers might be one of the better teams in South Florida uh, oh. you know so yeah. you know and then we're gonna talk about the of course the Canes the Gators F-A-U. the Dolphins. Yeah, we're going to break down uh, FAU, yeah, uh, Lane Kiffin and them. They got the week off this week, so no wins, no losses. And they sit atop, by the way, Conference USA. Okay. Don't forget that, buddy. FAU there, buddy. Wow. Don't about those and we also talk a little Yankees, too. Yeah, we got yeah. our New York Nick coming on with us. Don't uh, listen to all that rap poison. You got, you got some baseball going on tonight. We haven't even talked about yeah, buddy, baseball. Yeah, rap poison. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually wanted to talk some baseball. I wanted to talk some Miami. I mean, the Heat also. Oh, and there's a report. Out and now, there's a report. There's a report out there in the Miami Herald that they're, the, the the new ownership they want to cut payroll to about 90 million. Which, if you're doing some math, the current payroll on the roster set for next year is at 140. So they're going to expect it to cut about 50 million in payroll. So me and you are going to be starting. You'll start at third base. I'll pitch. Right, I, yeah. I, 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 I think Sean. Well, Robbie's the first baseman. I think yeah. Robbie's the first baseman. Is he okay? I, I, play, I, I play. when we played intramural softball. I played a bunch of positions. Oh, here we go. Oh, intramural go. softball. I, played, I was in the outfield. There we go. Yeah, outfield is a skill position. I don't care what anybody says. In the old days, you could just throw some slug in the outfield. But nowadays, you got some skill. You got you need some speed. You able to track down fly balls. Throw guys out of the plate. I did that a couple times. Yeah. I think my grandmother played on that team too. <laughs> yeah, maybe quite possible. <laughs> well, we need we needed we needed the girls on the team. All oh, right, right, of course. Yeah, yeah, we have to. I don't know yeah. if you know about our system, Jazz, but in intramural softball, you had to have the batting order. The batting order had to alternate between a guy, 
girl, guy, girl, guy, girl. Interesting. You had to have four women on your team. And if you didn't, if you did not, if you did not have enough women on your team, it's an automatic out every time that spot were to come up to the plate. So obviously, on my team was oh, we were raking in the females. Uh, oh, yeah. Team, yeah. oh yeah, quite the opposite actually. Yeah. Robbie, get all right, we, we brought so what we did was they, 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 did, they left Robbie at home so that they could rake in the females. <laughs> well, and clearly, they showed up on game day. Clearly, and they usually left, lost a few. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, a couple automatic outs. Oh man, <laughs> so, hey, Jess, Jess. Talk you haven't me. heard Robbie's plan of how he was going to get women oh, no. to other teams, have you? No, no, I got to hear this one. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. my god. Are goodness. we going to have to do this one this off guy, air? No, we can. No. I already said this no, on no, the air no, several times. Okay. We've done it on air a couple times. But he was going to, you know, because every team needed these. So he had this business model because he's the intramural sports god of Flagler <laughs> College. That what he was going to do was go and buy a, a white van oh god pull up at the pull up at the field and sell these girls <laughs> no, no. <laughs> well sell these girls whoa, 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 look, what's going on here no we're not that kind of selling we're <laughs> selling <laughs> traffic <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but, but listen, listen. He wasn't even going to $5 if the chick looked good and played good. Five bucks you could have her. Wow, that's a great discount, man. Well, well look, well, look here, here's the human traffic. Here's the, here's the, well, look, well, look, hey, look. I wasn't selling him for that kind because there were times where we were, we had to take the field and we didn't have enough women to call, to play. We would still play the game, but we'd have to eat an out every time that spot would come up to the plate. And so women were in demand Yeah, for intramural softball. They were, they, were, they were in demand. And so I came up with the idea, whoa, wait a minute. Why don't we start a, bit, a service, you know, for teams out there that are short of females. You, I, I go in the van, I come up, and there's women, and there's, here's, here's, here's the, the rates. $3, just any girl. Just any girl to put out there just to, just to put on a bat so you don't get to take that automatic out. $4 if she could play, if she could play baseball. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm going to get in so much trouble. For this. Oh. $4. Good. If she looked good but could not play baseball, I don't know if I want to be a part of this shot. Five dollars if she could do both oh, look good and play baseball. Again, this is an idea I had back when I was in college. I don't support that idea now, in case any of the bosses are out there listening. Robin was a Flagler intramural legend, and it was an idea I threw out. I never actually yeah. implemented this idea. I still need the van. I'd, I'd lose money just in the van. Pimp. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. The stone cold softball pimp right there, buddy. <laughs> I, I know. Up. I got women. Which one you want? Open the door. Take a look. <laughs> it's like it's like one of those vans in New York or yes. Chinatown. We got Coach Chanel. No, we got women here. Just come into the van. We'll open it up. You got your I mean, How many do you need? <laughs> you need one just so you don't. I mean, those outs are serious. I mean, you are, there, there's times where you come up with two outs and you know it's the last guy you face because the guy after is supposed to be a girl and you don't have a girl in your life, so you know you're gonna take in the automatic out. So a ground ball to the, to the shortstop, you have to try to make it inside the park home run. It's gonna get that automatic out. This this show, Sean, has spiraled. So much right now. Oh, we, 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 uh, this, I mean, it took a turn, man. Yeah, it's my fault. It, it's definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm. I don't want any part in that. I'm not gonna take a blame. We brought Sean on. So yes, we brought, yes, we, 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 what, Okay, talk to me. Tell me, Robbie. What did we bring Sean on for? I you mean, aside from the fact that I wanted Sean on the show, right? Yeah, yes. You know, I wanted to talk to him about. Some things, no. some NFL. What? What? What do you want to talk well, to him well, about? Well, I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, all right, Sean. What are you looking forward to? Uh, what's your biggest question mark of watching this weekend? Whether it's the Gators, whether it's the Canes, whether it's the Dolphins against Atlanta, what is the uh, what is the biggest question you have going into this weekend? Well, for me, the Gators. I mean, they lost another offensive lineman. Uh, Cleveland's out again. You've got uh, Felipe Franks at quarterback, which is always a question mark. 
Uh, and they're playing KMU. So uh, for me, my Gators, man. You forgot something. They, they, they went from, you know, somewhat rolling to now um, they're getting hit by that white van. Oh, my God. <laughs> you forgot something, Sean. They're wearing those hands. Oh yeah, you gotta tell Those us about the hideous uniforms. I think, try, with that? I think they're trying to camouflage with the field. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's the only way. Well, well, hopefully, maybe it'll help. I mean, I don't know what else that they can do because, listen, it's not going to be pretty. So they might as well come out looking as ugly as they can. So, I didn't this think game. Look I mean, it's. I, I think this game could get out of control to where I don't even watch it after halftime. Really? You think they're going to get blown? But the Gators are favored. Antoine Staley came on with us earlier, and he said the Gators are going to lose. You're coming out here saying the game's going to be over by halftime, but yet the Gators are two-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Is everybody really feeling that Texas A&M is just going to kill Florida? I just think that they've got – I mean, Florida's got the talent. They just can't seem to make it happen on the field. And then with the injuries that they've got now – I, I have no faith. In, I have probably more faith in Jay Cutler wow. than Felipe Franks. Whoa. So. Uh, well, hey, that's fine. I'll take it. That, that that that's that's some serious that's some serious faith issues if that's if that's the well, look, and, and the Canes roll over Georgia Tech. Oh, oh no, on that that, that, you know what? The last time last week you said that we rolled over FSU, we're gonna blow them out. We won by four. Okay, so I'm not I, I'm, I'm not listening to your takes <laughs> on UN football anymore. All right, listen, listen, it ain't my fault your team messed up. All right, <laughs> hey, it's they the case that one. If they were as good as they're supposed to be, they would have rolled over that team. I mean, you have a guy Blackman. Who can't even? I mean, what is the guy? He's not even a scarecrow. I mean, he's thinner than a scarecrow. Yeah. This guy. You let me tell you something. And you got to make him look love, like an all-pro quarterback. You would love to have James Blackman as your quarterback at UF right now. All right, don't give me that. I was calling him Charlie Blackman the other week. <laughs> he did. He were calling him Charlie Blackman. I remember. <laughs> yes. You <laughs> definitely were. Hey, look. I mean, look. It's it's cliche, and I I hate that everybody says it. You got to throw the records out the window when it comes to that game. It's a rival. It's the same thing applies for Florida, Florida State. No matter who's down or who's out, majority of the time it's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a tight game. It doesn't matter. Sure. So, I mean, I we, co- year, we, we covered. Three nothing. <laughs> three oh, yeah. Three nothing. Nothing. You did. And Antoine also came on here and said that Georgia was going to beat the crap out of Florida. But Florida, despite how bad they are, they always find a way to win in the cocktail party, even with Treon Harris as quarterback. Oh, no. So. What, what happens is usually Georgia finds a way to lose. It's not always Florida yeah, finding a way right. to win. Georgia will find a way to lose. They'll throw six interceptions. They'll look great, and then at the end of the game, they'll throw two interceptions or two pick six and things like that. That's what happens in Georgia, Florida. But I just think that this Georgia team is could be special, man. I think they could give Alabama a run in the, um, in the title in the game. championship yeah, if they make that's it. What, that's what Antoine was saying yep. also, yeah. I mean I like I mean I, yep. I think Curry Smart is doing some pretty good things over there. Uh I don't I don't know if I'm gonna put him past Alabama just yet, but uh, it's 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 more than but, possible. Yeah, I mean I again they're they're probably a few, you know, they're that year away from being a year away maybe or something, you know, but again I think they're gonna be a lot closer than anybody else has been with Alabama in the championship game. I think they're gonna make Alabama I think and one thing again you gotta remember Kirby Smart, you know, came from Nick Saban, so that that philosophy, he understands how the Saban game plans, that might help him out even a little bit more. Sure, sure. I get it. I get it. Uh, go ahead. You were good, 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 Jess. Go ahead. You know, I, I know we don't have much time, and we're kind of running out of time here, but... Um, well, wait, wait, this is sports overtime.com where the clock doesn't matter so we are going overtime <laughs> now, real quick heat season starts next week yep. right I'm, I'm excited to oh my god stop 
him. I'm excited. This is all day, Sean. The whole entire game, uh, set, uh, the time, he's, this is what he's doing. Okay, It's offensive pass first. They're bringing it back. They're bringing it back. Thank God. <laughs> the Heat start the season next week. Uh, the only the only one concern is Ronnie McGrudy is going to be out three to six months with that uh, stress fracture in his leg. I'm not too concerned about that because I still think that Josh Richardson, or Josh Richardson should be starting is probably going to start and the defense there's there's not really a big difference in in how their 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 defense is played i mean they're still going to be strong on defense with him starting uh and he's had mm-hmm. a really good preseason so uh, you know, i i think this team is I, you know who i see making this team jordan mickey i think the kid the kid is going to add a little bit of depth he hit a that. three the other night to win the game yeah he hit a three a seven footer hit a yeah. three so uh you know i i like the way that it, it's it's all about the way Eric Spolster puts his team together. I mean, his lineups, what he's going to do, who he's going to play together. Uh, I don't know if he's played uh, Olenek and, and Whiteside together. I, I don't think Whiteside's played the last couple of games anyway. So, um, well, I heard that they, were, they might have done a starting Olenek next to Whiteside. I like yeah. I, I, and having Johnson and uh, Johnson and Johnson be the team two off of the bench. Here's so, what concerns I mean, me about that. Interesting. Here's what concerns mm-hmm. me about that is James Johnson. I saw him at a heat event this past Tuesday. I was at that that uh, that partner event over at, at oh, Bubble. one. Go, 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 go. That's a touchdown. That's a touchdown. I'm back in the game. Jesus oh, Christ, Sorry, Sean. sorry. This is terrible. <laughs> um, James Johnson. <laughs> James Johnson. Looks like he's lost a ton of weight. Skinny, skinny, skinny. I don't. I think he needs a little bit of that weight to, to, to be a, a little bit of a better basketball player. I don't know if that weight, him losing so much weight, is going to transition well on the court yeah I mean he's, he's got to be a, usually be a big body but again when you look at anybody usually when the heat get anybody you usually see transformation somehow some way of, of the player they used to be and then they end up playing better so I mean, we'll see what happens there but in a way I mean everybody I've seen the heat touch you know, it's the exact opposite of Dusty Baker. Everything that he touches turns to mush. Everything that he that kind of touches turns to, I won't say gold, but into a better contract for the person once they leave the heat. So yeah. the heat they seem to have a winning formula. So I, I'm not going to doubt it right now until I see it on the court. It's a Pat Riley effect. Uh, Sean, uh, last thing before we get you out of here. Uh, on our Facebook Live, you could clearly see on the second screen the game being televised. Are we going to be in any sort of copyright or legal trouble from ESPN from accidentally <laughs> broadcasting the game on our Facebook Live? If we are, Robbie Cambo, I will send you the invoice. <laughs> okay. No. Well, I think I, well, you can see I'm on the other side yeah, of the table, so I got nothing well, to do with the, it. The first one, they never send the invoice the first one. The first one is a decease and assist and a warning. They usually don't send the invoice on the first one. They say, hey, don't do that again. And if you do that again, then you get the invoice. Gotcha. That's okay. usually how it works. Well, send them both. I think. Obviously, I see you've been there, done this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm, minim- I'm minimizing the screen. I'm minimizing. I'll make the screen a little bit smaller. <laughs> oh, man. Now, what happened? Let me guess. You didn't have your phone charger again. She couldn't watch it on your phone. He didn't have it because I told him I was running out of battery. The same thing. I said, hey, Robbie, you got your charger so I can charge my phone? He's like, I left it in the car. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, he forgot his charger. Good call on that one, Sean. Yeah, he doesn't. He, I don't think he really has a charger. I think he just says <laughs> it's that. Fake charger. That's the default. <laughs> uh, I, I left it in the car. <laughs> That's the only okay. trick of the book. It works every sure time. Sure, you did, buddy. <laughs> yeah, because I know the charger you plug into the uh, outlets in your car, right? <laughs> oh my yes. god. Yes, yes, yes. But uh, yes, but uh, yes. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, buddy. Hey, Sean. Uh, what, what's the uh, plug the show again tomorrow? Tomorrow. What's going on? Yeah, it's uh, Boga Chamber Radio Sports Line. It'll be myself and Robbie Cambo. 
We'll throw maybe a little jazz in there Ooh. if you want to join us. And um, and we're going to have some fun, man. That's what our show is, just having fun and and spitting out degenerate uh, gambling yes. lines for you. I see. We'll yeah, get you ready for Saturday. That's what Campbell does. I'll take oh, you yeah. right up right up until kickoff of the noon of the right games. Right up to kickoff. We talk about every top 25 game, all the NFL games. We break down a little bit of the – Hurricanes, Gators, everybody else. And we may even talk about, you know, fake Twitter accounts because that's the popular thing right now. Oh, I, yeah. I love fake Twitter oh, accounts. God. Those are my favorite. And, and oh, I actually, I actually made one. Uh actually made one the last week or two weeks shocker ago. shocker that Robbie makes a fake Twitter account, well I, 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 who saw that one coming well I, there's, there's other reasons oh, for that he is the same guy that shut, shut his Facebook down 12 times now <laughs> I, I have done that <laughs> it's all the girls in the van anytime a chick anytime a chick he sends more than three request to females he shuts it down thinking that oh they're gonna think I'm stalking them <laughs> yes <laughs> they're gonna think I'm onto something yeah it looks it's creepy you had one person on Facebook it's fine but you had two females in it within like a, a day span on Facebook then there's something creepy going on there's you have a pattern there a creeping pattern it's the women in the van Sean that's what it really is it's, it's like, wait, is, is, is this guy recruiting me for the van <laughs> well uh, by the way you can download download the Boca Chamber radio app you want to download that right yeah, now, yeah, Jazz? Yeah. You got battery on your phone. Yeah, download yeah. it. Boca Chamber Radio app. That's how you can be able to listen to us tomorrow. Who knows what kind of guests might show up? Could you, yeah, maybe we get Lane Kiffin. Who knows? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll get stopped by before the game. I'm oh, just kidding. boy. I'll be at the tailgate so you guys can There's call no me There's no game over. tomorrow. They're off. They're off. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. right. Well, the more reason for him to come on, come on by. Lane, if you're out there, we're going to be at Boca tomorrow. <laughs> come on by. Promote your team during your bye week. Oh, boy. Hi. Bring the bikini babes. Yes, we'll go. Go out. There, right? <laughs> Sean, uh, thanks for coming on with us, uh, and I'll, I'll, talk, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, Sean. No problem, and don't and don't don't forget the fake FS Sports Talk is not me. Okay. No, <laughs> the fake okay. FS Sports Talk is not him. All right. <laughs> All right, bud. All right, buddy. All, All right. right, guys. And. Uh, well, that, that's that's a it. wild show we had yeah, today. My, mostly my it fault. It was fun though, man. No, no, no. You know what? I had a good time about. It. I, I like that kind of show. Uh, it's it's look. Listen. Now the, now you, the screen froze. If, if you hear my intro, it's edgy. It's unapologetic. And that's what we want to bring, a fan's perspective. But we also want to give you some degenerate talk. Why not? I mean, that's what the fans want to hear anyway. So I'm excited about it. I'm happy that we did this show. We're going to do it like this more often, man. I mean, it's it's fun. We'll have some really cool um, uh, some really cool guests on the show. Next week, maybe Sean will join us in studio. Mm-hmm. I think that'll be fun. And uh, who knows what next week is going to bring. But we'll, we'll, we'll still cover Kane's well, Hopefully we're talking game. about a Kane's win and a Dolphins win like we were last sure. week. Even as, as disappointing as the Dolphins win was, it was... A win is a win. It was still a win. You're still 2-2. Two and two. Uh, I, I Honestly, I'd just be happy if the Kane's won again this week because I think the Dolphins, you could basically say their season's over based on all the events that's happened to them with Tannehill, with Raquan McMillan, with the offensive line coach and... Yeah, and, and the hurricane and losing the bye week. I think it's just been too much against the Dolphins. I think losing this game against the Falcons are two and three. It's not really that big a deal. The Hurricanes lose. It's one loss. It's a coastal loss. And right. they can't lose another game in the rest of the season if they want to make the That's coastal. That's going to be tough because they still have At Georgia Tech, tough. I don't think it's lost in the ACC play. So if you lose this game, you're you're behind you're behind Georgia Tech already in the standings. And that's you, you, you would need Georgia Tech to lose twice just to get back up to the top, right? Or some sort of crazy three team no, tiebreaker. We definitely have to win. We definitely have to win. So so if I'm at the bargaining table. If the prosecution comes up to me and they offer me a plea deal, all right, you, we're gonna give you the, the Canes win, but the Dolphins are gonna lose by 50 points. I'm like I I, I take the deal. Yeah, I'm taking it. Yeah, I don't. I, um... I don't care. As long as my Canes win, man. That's all I care about. I think it's, this is more on the line for the Canes. I mean, yeah. they can still survive a loss. 
But yeah, but it's it's not it's the a lot, it's, it's a lot no harder playoffs. I mean, there's a playoff. Put this no, they're, they're, no playoffs. they're better off yeah. losing next week to Syracuse than they are losing this week to Georgia sure. Tech. Sure. But Syracuse in the other division. How about how about we don't win? I mean, how about we don't lose? I mean, that's ideal. Yeah, let's go with that one. But I'm just happy we'd be Florida State. Listen, weekly sports drop. Follow follow me on Instagram and on Twitter. Weekly, the weekly sports drop. Just search it on on Instagram, Twitter. It's at Sports Drop Jocks. You can uh, find us every Friday night from six to eight. Miami Media School Facebook Live SportsOvertime.com. You got something for me? Yes. Well, our, our Campbell. Oh, I don't have anything. We, we, yeah. Our Campbell wanted you to follow me. Don't forget to download that Boca Chamber Radio yes, app download for the, tomorrow morning. Download this. Oh, is Sports Radio have a have an app? No. Sports, sports. sports. Oh, we do have a sportsovertime.com app. Okay, sports. We do have that app, but you can download the TuneIn Radio app, and that's how you can tune, listen. That's tune how you in Radio. That's right. That's right. The weekly sports drop. This is episode 13. I'm your host, Jazz Santana. Tune in next week from 6 to 8 again on Friday. Facebook Live, Miami Media School, sportsovertime.com. The weekly sports drop. I'm out. Peace. Peace. This is Jeff Fox from Freeman and Fox, the Sports Brothers Radio Show.